Phoenix, you're listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast. I am Matt. I'm Kyle. I'm Brian. And tonight with us, we have a very special host filling in for uh, Can't Make It Corbin from Comic Exposure. Joining us once again, it is Travis. Welcome again, Travis. Oh, thanks for having me on, guys. Thank you. Absolutely. I want to thank uh, and say welcome to everyone who's tuning in to us coming over fresh from the Grizzle Geek Podcast. I uh, hope you guys had a good time watching them. And you're uh, ready to sit back, relax, and enjoy the craziness that is the Absolute Geek Podcast. It's, it's uh, not like many other podcasts out there, so your first time checking us out. Yeah, like all of them. Yeah, but yeah, like all of them. You know, it's, we do what we can. We, we, have like, you guys have found that you have to avoid listening to other like comic-related podcasts sometimes? Because you just like, did, is that an original idea I had, or did I just repeat something someone else said? Yep. Yeah. We have to do it all the time, and it, it's it's harder because like well you're part of the group too, so like yeah yeah Grizzle Geek goes on before us and they talk about the same stuff we do, and then it's us and then Couch Crunchers kind of does the same thing Saturday, so it's it's like all sorts of revolving. Yeah, the other day I was having a conversation with someone and I mentioned Cacosaurus Rex, and I'm like, where did I get? Oh right, <laughs> I'm like just stealing stuff from people's podcasts. Well, God, that was funny. When it's something as, as good as Cacosaurus Rex, yeah, it's yeah, a right. form of flattery at yeah. that point. It's all right to steal it. We we welcome that. Steal now. away. Take it away. But uh, facing down another week in 2020, how's everything going for everyone? Oh. <sighs> <laughs> That's not a good start. <laughs> Actually, it hasn't been bad. It's going. I feel like I got too many um, fires. Uh, yes. Well, not I was. That's what I'm getting at. But like you know, people say they got too many things. Uh, what do they call it? Uh, irons. Too many Poker, irons. Yeah. Yeah. Fires. Oh, uh, you got too many fires to put out. I got uh, no. Well, that's what oh. I was kind of what I was gonna say. I, people say oh, they have US. too many irons in the fires. I have too many fires. You know what I mean? Like the irons are an afterthought at this point. They just have too many fires. Got too many pokers in the fire. Are you starting yeah. to finally feel that fatigue of the, your your podcasting and burning it out oh. on both ends? Fuck, man. I got one for you. So we, uh, me and Keith uh, had a guest cancel on the show last weekend. And um, so we're like, oh, let's just do a, like a roundup of the year and, you know, talk about the podcast and this and that. So we're going. And I've just been feeling shitty. Like you said, Matt, just too much shit going on. A lot of, a lot of just just kind of feeling down the year's been a long year and then i had to the puppy it was just too much so it's I only been two weeks puppy. into it how has it been a long year no i mean i know before. what you mean i'm just but uh so i had to give the puppy back and i just felt i feel shitty like that kind of just really wears on me right now the puppy so, was a big pain in the fucking ass yeah oh, and my poor puppy dog, yeah i had to man she just she was a wonderful dog, little puppy but you know i I, when I was raising and training Abby, who's passed out on the couch, um, 
she was, that was 10 years ago. I was like, you know, 10 years younger and I had more time. I wasn't professional podcast, Brian. So I had more time to go out hunting and, but, uh, so I just, you know, I, it just wasn't happening. And then, you know, she, the, the puppy just became alpha over Abby and it was making, making Abby's life shitty. So it was like, uh, this just proves that it's not worth getting another dog. But anyways, so we're sitting there and we're doing the podcast and we're just kind of feeling, you could tell we're just both fine and feeling shitty. And Keith goes, you got some DMT. And I'm like, <laughs> you want to do it on camera? Keith goes, do you want to do it on camera? And I'm like, all right, let's do it. So for those of you guys that don't know, when you get ready to do DMT, you get really freaking scared. And it's like a, it's a it's a it's a good scare because you know a really good payoff is coming, and so I get the DMT and I'm going and I'm like scared and I start. How many frogs there. did you have to milk for that? Um, no comment. So I, I'm kind of just starting to inhale, you know, and take another hit and another hit, and like seven or eight hits in, I'm like I don't feel shit, man. And it was complete waste, dude. I must have hit this thing 10 times and nothing. You so, milked all those frogs for nothing? I think I just I just overheated it or something. But anyways, the reason I'm telling the story is because that's how I feel like my year has been. I just put in all this effort for a lot of stuff. And it just feels like I still <laughs> feel like shit. <laughs> sounds... It's very Burkowski. Like, how's your year been? It's like a failed DMT trip, man. <laughs> the high never came. The high never came. Yeah. No, so many goddamn snoring toads. So that was my week, man. I've been thinking about that, and my head has just been like, fuck, what a waste. <laughs> But that's 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 Brian. Night after night during monsoon season, <laughs> milking milking good, and you're like, finally, <laughs> I have enough. It is here. <laughs> Fuck, it didn't work. <laughs> like a waste. I, I man. One time, I was talking to a guy, and the guy's like, "Hey, man, I know how to make acid," and I was like, "Fuck, really?" He's like, "I'll, I'll teach you how," and I was like, "Dope. What do we have to do?" He's like, you take a loaf of bread and you put it in a in this pan and you and you fill it full of coke. Wrap it up, and when when the bread's gone and the liquid is back to clear, that'll get that'll make you trip. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna do it. So I put a loaf of bread in there. I did a two liter of soda. I wrapped it up. I threw it into my closet. Left it in there for like, know, fuck, like two months, three months. I would check on it once in a while. All right, it's still moldy. All right, it's still moldy. Oh, shit, it's actually starting to turn clear. Oh, fuck yeah. And finally, one day I looked, and it's, it is. It became a fucking clear liquid like water. And I was like, this is it. This is the day. Boys, we're tripping. So we filled it up and we're like, it was the grossest tasting thing ever. We're chugging these fucking things of moly soda. (laughs) Little did you know, you just made extra strength penicillin and whoever (laughs) had it, it just went away. So it's like a whole new level of dirtbag status. (laughs) Acid bread, you know. (laughs) 
when you're when in your your thirties, you make like a nice banana bread, you know, for the family to come over and enjoy. When you're in your twenties, you're making acid in your closet out of coke. Yeah. And <laughs> well, needless to say, it didn't work. It didn't I didn't work. get sick for six weeks. Yeah, you got a nasty uh, yeast infection off that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. That's your strength, yeast infection. So uh, don't wipe from, ever... don't wipe from back to front, Kyle. We've gone over this before, man. <laughs> oh man, I um, uh, it's kind of. I guess I'll ask you guys this question. It's all kind of related into co- uh, comics here. Uh, so I just got off last week. I took a 19 hour flight, you know, it's just traveled back to Arizona. Um, and when I get on the plane, like one of my things uh, back in the day, I would always like stick like, a couple of trades in my bag uh, and then get out in the plane and you read your comic trade or whatever it is. But now it's digital. So you can like, you can really just download to your heart's content and then flip through them. But I remember years ago it was always something about on a plane ride i always kind of like a little bit embarrassed to be reading comics on a plane you know because you're an adult you're traveling you pay good money and you're sitting here and you got like a supergirl open and then people are walking by like oh, oh just you know i'm just reading so people are in their suits and they're doing work and stuff like that uh and now i don't give a shit now i don't give a shit uh when i travel i'll bust out comics whatever it is how are you guys for reading comics in public what, what are your uh, thoughts on that? I do it all the time. Yeah, yeah I don't care. I've never cared about that. As a matter of fact, go ahead. Matter of fact, I hope somebody would ask me about it so I could nerd out on them. I'm so shell shocked from like growing up in the 90s and uh, in, in high school and even like buying them. Like you'd buy them like a bookstore or a spinner rack. You'd have to, I'd kind of like run in. No one I know is here, get them. And I think there's still a little bit of part of that in me because I, I feel like back then like you people would give you shit about it like what are you fucking reading the comic book yeah, yeah you have to, it's like it's like uh back in the day when they would hide uh 40 ounces in brown paper bags you're putting your comic books in 40 ounce bags oh you, yeah you put the 40 in there because it keeps it cold <laughs> yeah. and then nobody knows you're drinking yeah yeah i would never pull i would i don't think i ever pulled a comic out like at lunch and just like sat down and started reading it i give you a lot of I get a lot of shit for that now they're no, no. conversation starters. Yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. And yeah, you, well, it, you like look like like I know like when I went to San Diego last year, I flew and I was sitting around the airport just looking for people reading comics or wearing a comic shirt so you could just spark a conversation. You're like, all right, you know, those are your people. They're they're the people you can you can talk to and relate to. And I go fucking nerd. Yeah, <laughs> nerd. Well, half the people on the plane have some sort of comic book character on their shirt, shirt or hoodie or hat or whatever it is. Right. So it's all good. That would be the ultimate fantasy, right? To sit down on a plane and not realize you're next to like some famous comic book writer because I don't, I don't know what these guys look like except for like Todd McFarlane and Liefeld. Um, and you open it, you bust open a comic, and they're like, "Oh, actually, uh, check out page three. That's uh, this. I got the credits on that." I'm like, "Holy shit! You're Jason Aaron." You know, um, and then you have this lovely nine-hour conversation about comics. That's a dream. I bet you that happens more often than we think. Not to me. <laughs> you were so sad when you said that, dude. <laughs> but you do have a comic that says, "Your friend Robbie L." I do. To Kyle. To Kyle, your friend Robbie L. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> After he was pissed. Yeah, I just think it's it's like 
a woman reading a Cosmo elbow. now. It's not. It's like socially acceptable. So I don't think people. It doesn't stand out as much unless you're really looking for it. Yeah, I see a woman reading Cosmo. I'm like slut. <laughs> I immediately slut shamer. <laughs> we know you like to fuck. <laughs> 12 Kegel exercises on page 20. <laughs> Better tips for him in bed. Yeah, that's uh, she's reading a, a Cosmo with like mile high survival guide on it. And you know, she's <laughs> she's down to pound. Okay, I changed my fantasy. That's not my fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, fuck Jason Aaron. <laughs> I want to meet Pound Town Lady. <laughs> She just she just looks over at you and gives you the head nod and like nonchalantly like brushes your junk as she jumps over you to go to the bathroom and you just follow her in and you're good to go. And she takes your bread. Yep. She <laughs> takes your bread and your breath away. <laughs> Take my bread away. She takes your bread. <laughs> oh, I think I would have thought of that when he was telling the story. <laughs> you take my bread away. You you take oh. your bread. You add her. You meat see Matt on a motorcycle. <laughs> Kyle's tripping in the corner of his closet, singing "Take my bread away." You take you crying. Take, you know you take. She takes your bread. You add her meats and a little bit of your mayonnaise, and you're you got a sandwich. You're good to go. That's party. better than what they serve on airplanes these days, that's for sure. Yuck. <laughs> Do you want the chicken or the fish? If they ever sell fish if they ever serve fish on an airplane, you might as well just not even partake. On the way to Korea, they'll do kimchi. Everything's kimchi based. So you get that kimchi smell. It's just permeating oh. the cabin. Ugh. God. My brother in law always makes kimchi. Ugh. We have a question. Patrick wants to know where uh, the Cocosaurus Rex is tonight. He had to return his library books. They were overdue. <laughs> Gotta get stamped with those late fees. Corbin is... Uh, Corbin. Good luck, Corbin. Good luck, Corbin. He's Corbining it out. If I wasn't... I, I poured some of my drink out to you into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Don't waste that alcohol. Right? Yeah. Um, so one thing I want to touch on real quick before uh, we we get too far into our special guest coming in any minute now. Um, so, yeah, did any of you guys check out the new Mutants trailer that came out this week? Yes. What'd so, you think? Yeah, what'd you th first of all, what did you think? I liked it. I thought they did a good, decent job to make it a little bit more dark. Um, but, you know, it's already at the point where I kind of don't care. So let me let me throw this at you then. What do you think of this? The fact that this is going to be our introduction to mutants in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, as they just confirmed today that this is going to be considered Marvel Cinematic Canon. Isn't Colossus a mutant and and Deadpool a mutant? But they are not yet considered canon. So this is going to be your first introduction into the term mutant in the MCU. Huh. I think that's all so silly now. You know what I mean? Like technically now. Yeah. I, I just think it's fucking nerds. <laughs> I just think it's all it's silly at that point now. You know what I mean? Um, there's just too many movies and they're all what is canon, what isn't canon. I feel like <laughs> Nick Cannon. Patrick yeah. says special guest sounds like it's an occurrence to brush off the saber. <laughs> <laughs> I 
But um, what, did you I, did you get I a did chance it. to see it, Travis? I, I think that yeah, I, I think that uh, I'm kind of with Brian on that. I, I think that's taking. I actually prefer they do that than I was thinking about it at first. It kind of graded me. I'm like, oh, why don't they have some clever way to do it? You know, or kind of you know trumpet the coming of mutants into the Marvel universe in some way. You know, a lot of people are thinking like Namor would be a great way to do it. Right. Cause he's like a, I don't know if he's technically the first mutant, but he's an early mutant. Yeah, he is the first mutant. Yeah. And so that would be like a, you know, kind of a build up to that, but I don't really want to have to sit through an entire Marvel movie that just kind of builds into like getting mutants into the Marvel universe. And so I'm, I guess when I really think about it, I guess I'm okay with them just kind of being like, yeah, there's mutants now. Here you go. Bye. And then I don't have to deal with any kind of origin of mutants. We don't have to have like a three part series and it ends with, oh, and now there's mutants, which is just exposition to it. I like it and sweep it under the rug. Let's just let's just move on. Um, just kind of like the way the new Spider-Man, they didn't do like the Uncle Ben stuff. We all know it. We all are kind of aware what mutants are. We don't need it explained to us. Um, just just throw them in there. And I think doing it subtly on maybe not as a big of a property as new mutants is i don't know how many people are i don't know how big the 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 noise is for new mutants how much people want this movie or not but i think that um it's certainly less mainstream than you know your tentpole characters so just slide them in there bring in the mutants i don't think anybody wanted it until this last trailer i mean what it was still a fox property nobody was clamoring for it yeah. But I like yeah. I like that instead of doing massive reshoots, Disney went to the director and said, "Look, you, how do you want to cut this movie?" And he was pretty much like, yeah. "I've got everything I need." And they let him recut it, and that's what they're putting out is is the director's original vision. So, and I, I like that the, the fact in the trailer that you got to see Sunspot, you got to see magic transforming, and and I, I'm excited to see Wolfsbane transform and see see all that so i went from being like i don't want this movie it's never coming out to actually being somewhat excited for it so is it still being portrayed as a horror flick right yep mm-hmm. sweet i was really stoked to see the magic uh heavy trailer um she's always been one of my favorite characters so um, i've i've been stoked about that since they announced it uh it'll be interesting which I hope you get some transition into Deadpool three with that, since her and Colossus are brother and sister. Yeah, you know, so it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. Yeah, take my bread away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was it? Um, Chad had a comment here. He said, "Here's a little trick, guys. If they have kids, you know she puts out, and after she's had all of the screaming, probably willing to do anal." Just to make sure no more kids. There you <laughs> go. Get, wow. get it on your pl- airplane. <laughs> wow. That's funny. What wow. about... Um, so just, uh, read it one more time, please. <laughs> <laughs> Take notes. <laughs> Basically, to, to sum it up, if uh, she has kids, she's probably willing to do anal because she doesn't want any more kids. So, you know, that's a note for everyone. I wish I could, like favorite and highlight and star that comment it's scarred into my brain <laughs> um what about the other trailer that came out this week uh harley quinn and birds of prey the, the it's not a joker movie i've only yeah. seen the, the teaser trailer too i didn't i didn't see this new one you haven't seen the new one out. yet no play it i like how everybody's going oh this play is it and get demonetized. That, this shows how uh 
Harley has killed the Joker in the DC movie universe. Like, what? No, it doesn't say show that she's killed the Joker. No, it's just her revenge because she's she's blowing up Acme Chemical. Yeah, it's like what the fuck? She's emancipating herself from him. It it has nothing to do with him killing or killing him. Getting away from you, Mister J. I really like how the um, they're playing that uh, the Harley character. I think it's perfect. I like uh, how they're going really dark and humor. Um, that's perfect. I think this is a win-win. Ewan McGregor is in that, right? Because I, I, yeah. I really dig Ewan McGregor. Um, he looks like a good job. Well, I like I like this trailer because, like you said, the way the way they cut it, and it, it's from all from Harley's point of view, and she's yeah. narrating it, and it, it's really well done. You actually get to see Black Canary using her powers. You get to see the Huntress mask. You get to see the comic book accurate Black Mask mask. It it made me more interested in this movie than I originally was after the first teaser trailer. And you get to see yeah. her hyenas. So you're yeah, saying like, awesome. like just the design aspects of it kind of hyped you up for it more than yeah. before, yeah. It better not be a slow burn character study. I mean, it still pissed. it still gives you more of that like very neon heavy kind of like uh, Suicide Squad was, which I like. Yeah, me too. I, I dig but that. Yeah, it looks like it's gonna be. I still don't think it should be called Birds of Prey. It should just be called the Train Spotting Three. Yeah, the Emancipation <laughs> of Harley Quinn or or something like that. It doesn't need to be Birds of Prey, but and I'm still interested to see how Cassandra Kane fits into it, but. They're saying because I've heard a lot of rumors that Cassandra Kane's the big character in it. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So, I don't know how true that is, obviously, but like I'm I, all for it. I, I like think how, Cassandra Kane's a great character, especially when she's first uh, introduced in the DC universe. I love that character when they the the Batgirl character that she plays. I like how they've so, taken um, many different incarnations of of Harley Quinn too. You like. You get to see the her roller derby from the Amanda Connor yeah. version, and they've got lots of different versions of Harley Quinn in this movie. So and that's where that's where Harley Quinn can go astray, though, is when we Barbie her up, and it's just her in different outfits. It's like roll. It's like almost like sell stuff at Hot Topic. It's like rollerblading Harley Quinn, stewardess Harley Quinn, <laughs> sorry, flight attendant. Um, you know whatever it is, and it's like you know. It's, it's like they made a, like a pop different. vinyls movie of Harley Quinn. Just <laughs> yeah. all the different versions of Harley Quinn. Speaking of which, there's going to be a pop vinyls movie, like in the Lego sense, right? That's got to happen sometime in the future. Like we're going to get like a Lego, a pop vinyl version of Legos, right? Like the the pops. That's got to be like some sort of commodity to some studio, right? Well, you guys are talking about this and this reminds oh, you mean me pop, of like uh, a pops movie. Yeah, a pops okay. movie. I follow you now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I assumed the dead silence was like we don't know what the fuck you're talking well, about. Well, I, I was like, <laughs> like, like the cereal, like, like pops. <laughs> you want to like Lego, like pop Lego, so you can just build pops. Like okay, and then I it clicked the Lego movie. It, yeah, yeah. I don't know if they call pops right. The things that Lance collects, like yeah. it has a million. Okay, they're, yeah, yeah, they're pops. Yeah. yeah. You remember um, the Ninja Turtles? Of to- action figure line at one point towards the end, they were just trying to make any type of Ninja Turtle, like Ninja uh, uh, Raphael as a basketball player. Yes, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Donatello as a guy, a creepy Chester molester. Donatello. Chester yeah, there's molester. some. There's like a Hawaiian one where they're like surfing. I'm like, they're already like surfing ninjas. Yeah. Like, what are we doing with this? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a YMCA one too that they pulled. 
There's a lot of goofy ones, but they're worth money, so uh, keep your eye out. They are. Yeah. Shredder, the new Green Ranger. Dude, that's insane, right? Yeah. I haven't I haven't read that issue yet. I've got it sitting behind me, but it'll, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that. All right, Kyle, do you want to introduce your guests since you're trying to set up this segment? And then we'll you can bring them on in. Okay. We're going to bring in Brandon for Brandon's Comics. He's got a few things he'd like to discuss with us. He's got a couple cool insights into the comic book world. I think it'll be kind of cool to hear some uh, from the comic book store owner. Chad just says if they made a movie, nobody would give a Funko. Hey, well done. What up, brother? Hey. I actually learned how to saber off fucking bottles of champagne, so I plan on bringing out the saber. <laughs> you never even showed up for that. I had the military sword, the bottles of champagne with nothing, nothing to do. <laughs> well, let's do it next time. Absolutely. Kyle just demonstrated it for us. I did. That was kind of mean, though. <laughs> That's all wow. good fun. What do you mean it was mean? That was mean. I think it's. Uh, at, I even I wore my big thick glasses just to make Kyle feel comfortable. Jesus Christ! Now you're busting. I, I appreciate. I hate feeling like the odd man out because I have bad vision. <laughs> look at mine like i can like command something from like nasa like I, I'm, I'm actually sending signals right now to to venus <laughs> um Don't send them to so, uranus yeah I, I was actually thinking about that but i was like eh, it's, thinking it's about uranus you can think yeah. about it after you're done on the show so what's up boys what's up doing, brother what's, going on? what's new with the brandon's comic world you know what's kind of crazy? Uh, one of the things that I thought was really interesting, um, I, I talked to like a, a d- different business owners that are like in town. Everybody's like, you know, in our complex. We have a Apple store. We have Fallout games. We have uh, apartment finding place. Because if you're too stupid to find an apartment, you show up to this apartment finding place and they charge you a bunch of money and then they find an apartment for you. But it's fantastic. <laughs> Um, you have the fish place, you have the, but there's all these different places that like are there and they're super, super, super busy. Well, in comics, it's super weird. Like all we don't, we don't, we're not busy until right after Christmas and then after Christmas, we explode. It's unlike any other retail store. Like when I worked in restaurants, we got busy right after everybody was sick and tired of Thanksgiving leftovers until Christmas. And then everybody was poor. But it's kind of weird, like come from a a comic book store owners like perspective that we are slammed right after the 26th. So I thought that was kind of interesting to be able to bring up. I don't I don't think it is. I don't think it's everybody's got the Christmas moolah. I mean, we're adults. Like, if you think about it, like, what's up? You better speak for yourself. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. I go, I'm an adult. No, but it's kind of like if you got kids, if you got like a mother, like an uncle, like somebody that like you're going to buy something for, like at the holiday season, it makes sense. At the holiday season, you're going to like allocate money from your own personal funds to like be able to buy presents for them. And then you're, you're last. But the second the holiday spirit is out of your system, boom, baby. Back to, back to the selfishness. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Brandon. It's awesome. 
Hey, uh, Brandon, Travis Ratz here, Comic Exposure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what's going on, buddy? Um, so when you when you notice the the boom come in after the break, is it like people like regular comic book readers just coming back in droves, or is it kind of the one off like civilians coming in and checking it out for the first time? So it's super weird. So here's how kind of like it's, it's really hard to gauge. So sometimes you might have people coming in that's like. They're coming in for their their father, somebody else. Like they have no idea what to buy. So those people might buy trade paperbacks. So from a comic book perspective, from a comic book store owner, it's really hard to gauge because you have these sales that are just intermediate sales. Like you have these people that are just coming in there. They're never going to come back. So to answer your question, yeah, there's there are sales and booms, but it, it's really hard to gauge. Yeah. So what do you have going on? You're telling me you've got a contest going on. What contest do you have? So we're doing it right now. We're doing Eternals. We only have, I think, uh, Eternals 1. We have uh, a Harley Quinn exclusive, You're the Villains, uh, Scorpion Comics, one out of 1,000 and one out of 3,000. And, and Eternals number one, it's high grade. Uh, it's... One dollar for or five dollars for one ticket, five tickets for twenty dollars. But yeah, I only got enough. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Um, what? What books that came out this week are, are super hot and that are flying off the shelves? Uh, Star, Star number one, that Campbell variant. Have, have, did you guys pick that up at all? I got the Campbell variant. Mm -hmm. But you, did you pick it up and you read it? Fucking read code books. <laughs> Dude, I haven't got to any of them yet. I, uh, I mean, obviously, you guys know I'm not really a huge fan. Of, I'm, I really do comic speculation, which is actually terrible, terrible, terrible. Saying that you're you're not into comics as a comic book stoner, you got to quit saying that. That's a no, poor, that's a poor business line. Yeah, man. that's a poor business pitch. I don't like comics, but I'm going to tell you goddamn. No, I, I no, I never said I was not into comics. I never said that. Yeah, I don't have time. Well, I do. That's a terrible thing to say. You're back back now. All right. I'm right. So, that, that's that's his business model. He's like, I hate comics so much. I'm just giving them away at discount prices this Saturday at my store. His voice is very sexy. I like that. That's very good. No, okay. So, so I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here in my house at five o'clock in the morning, and no, like not I'm, sitting, night. I'm sitting here looking looking at my table, and I see that star comic, and I'm like, hmm, I'm gonna read that shit. And if you guys read it, like she actually kind of she's got zero like time for other people. She hangs out in bars. Like she kind of reminds me of like a gangster, like girl version of me. I kind of like it. <laughs> She'll fuck Loki up, no problem. Like, like I, I'm really digging this. So, and I'll be telling you guys that because I'm a terrible comic book store owner. I think I'm gonna go on the other side of that, and I'm gonna start reading everything. I be like that. Ha! I like that. I like that. That's a new New Year's resolution. Yeah. Yeah. I'm start reading comic books. What uh, have they have they talked about what uh, her backstory is yet, or is that still kind of up in the air? Does anybody? So that's know? really cool. Is so her first appearance is in uh, Mad Max and Miss Marvel number twelve. So I'm starting to go look at like see like the back issues, like going everything, and I'm gonna go ham. 
I'm going to go get those sets, go everything. I'm going to go like do everything because I'm all about Star. Because if you think about it, like her coming into like with what Marvel released, I don't know if you guys saw this. Marvel released uh, yesterday or two days before that uh, Scarlet Witch is now the most prominent, like powerful uh, person in the MCU. It's no Hell yeah, my man. So that's, I mean, I think it's kind of cool the way that they're going to branch out with that. So fuck Carol Danvers. I never liked Brie Larson kissed my balls. I never liked her from the beginning. Yeah, Scarlet Witch should be I'm the sorry. hot on Jimmy Kimmel. I don't think I can want anybody kissing your balls. <laughs> There's only one person. She's talking on the other side of the screen. So you brought up uh, in the chat about this Shredder and Green Ranger thing. Can we talk about that um, without getting too crazy? I mean, I, I think you guys probably know more than I do. I saw the uh, comic book. Like, I think it's pretty dope, like how they're kind of mixing everything, like with Power Rangers. Um, they have. Uh, do you have you guys seen the different variants that they have? No. Um, so they have a bunch of different variants where there's Ninja Turtles holding Power Rangers heads. So you might have the Purple Ranger with the red head. The, the, oh, that's uh, cool. Like they have like, oh, yeah. oh, there we go. There we go. Right there. My man. But they have like all the different variants. But the one that's coming up for five, they don't have anything of like up yet. So that I can't wait to see that. Chad said, first of all, may I ask you guys a question? What's up? Very last how page. Old, how old is everybody? 26. 35. No, Who's 35? I'm, I'm 15. I think we're all yeah. in. No, I'm 40. 39. 15. Okay, so I'm 37. When I was like in fourth grade, it was like embarrassing to like watch Power Rangers because like all like you you had to keep that shit like under like wraps. You're like, man, I can't be watching. But then Ninja Turtles, you're all about like everybody. But now you got Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles. What? Well, that's crazy. Uh, now Shredder's going to the side. What? That's what we've talked about. I think a while back, um, we talked about that. That it's kind of weird to see uh, people that are getting older now that are into like Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh and you know why you want to tell you why what's that because we couldn't afford it then and now we make money and we can do it yes yeah. now we have money like back then you were like mowing yards like trying to do whatever you could now you go when you worked your ass off and you got the same thing that you got you got up Kyle you got the same thing behind you. All you guys are showing exactly what you got behind you. And so yeah. you got money now. And you worked your ass off. Oh, to Nerds rule the world, baby. Well, not only that, I've always said that um, we like to uh, buy things that remind us of a time when, you know, we didn't have any cares in the world or any responsibility <laughs> in life. was a little bit easier, right? Yes, sir. Like, the yes, only sir. care in the world you had was what cereal you were going to um, eat when you woke up in the morning and which cartoon you were going to watch. Okay, first of all, what was everybody's cereal? Captain Everybody Crunch. Go, one, two, three. Lucky Charms. And then toast. Captain Crunch. Oh, fuck that. Fuck at the top of your roof. Mouth shit. But, but hold Captain on. Captain Crunch. Peanut butter crunch. <laughs> nope. But the milk was all berries. Oops, milk all berries. Off. 
Oops, all berries, my friend. Well, a lot, a lot of people have been talking about what you're talking about. My buddies, my buddies had that cereal. Like they had like, like different thoughts about cereal. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, you guys are really smart about that cereal berry shit. (laughs) What are you going to say, Travis? Well, a lot of people are talking, based on what you're talking about, people buying stuff. That's been a big issue as far as people have been writing a lot of stuff about the info, infantizing of american men like between like 30 and 40 you know and they're, they're looking at it at, from a negative aspect saying that um the american male is kind of regressing back into their childhood and they're missing a certain step in development um do you guys agree or do you think there's something i don't, I don't think it's as black and white as that but do you think it is what is it that you're supposed to be doing when you're 30 uh, I'm not really sure I understand the question. No, there's there's been a lot of theories out there. People are looking at culture and how people are buying, you know, toys from their childhood and, and things oh, like yeah, that. Uh, like, I, I can tell you this right now. Like, so I got into comics. Like, I had this terrible experience where I dated a girl and it didn't work out. And I left my comic book at my mother's house. Don't worry about it. And my mother decided to sell all my comics. And I mean that's terrible. At least my mother didn't give him away. At least my mom capitalized off it. I mean it comes in the family. But anyway, um, yeah. So I mean it's kind of that whole nostalgia thing about coming back. Like if you go kind of look at things, you see something priced, overpriced. You're like, you know what? I'm gonna build back my childhood. I'm gonna build back my childhood. I remember going to the first Comic Con that I ever did, and uh, I saw this GI Joe, and I'm like, oh, this motherfucker's mine. And it was twelve fifty. And then. Uh, I went and looked at it, and it was $125. And I'm like, nah, I ain't messing with this shit. (laughs) So, I mean, it kind of goes back to your whole childhood. Like, one of them Boba Fat things that's, like, intact, you guys know I don't do toys. I don't do really none of that stuff, but I'm getting that. Like, it's so so rare. I mean, it's kind of like one of those things. Like, it's just... Like we're nerds, man. Like we we just like the stuff that we like, and, and sometimes we'll we'll overpay for it. Mm. No, no, sir. I don't pay overpay for shit. No, sir. That is an incorrect statement. <laughs> I don't overpay for shit. Really? For yeah. something really nice. So you so you're telling me yes. you're, you're telling me a Spider-Man number one or Amazing Fantasy fifteen or something like that. You wouldn't pay a couple. Like hundred extra. Nope. I'm frugal as a fucking get. Ask Brian. Ask Matt. I'm cheap. I'm a cheap motherfucker. I'm the yeah. cheapest person you've ever met. Like I, no, I, no. I, you could take you could take the drinking and the smoking, but uh, Kyle won't even give away his digital downloads with his DVDs. He refuses <laughs> to do it. He refuses to do it. Not not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. <laughs> so you you told me you got a bunch of collections this week. Yes, sir. Yes, How sir. Many uh, we got we got six collections in the last five days. We got a ton of Batman in uh, the Hush series. Like a lot of stuffs, like really flying out. Um, we were busy all day today with the X Men, um, but we've actually lowered prices in the store, and it's I'm talking about. it's it's really really taken off. We've got a lot of plans for uh, right after May Comic Con, um, but there's a lot of positive things that's going on in the store, but. Yeah, we, you guys, definitely stop. I'm sorry. You just had a bunch of. You just had five, six different people come in and say, "Hey, I want to sell you my comics." Or 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a good question. How does how does that usually work, Brandon? Talk about that. Do you when you buy collections, is it more people coming into the store, or is it more like you hunting stuff out, hunting stuff down? No, it's it's really cool from like being a store, and that's one of the things that uh, that really got me into like wanting to have a store. I remember working at Comic Con at uh, where was that at? The one that the AC blew up. Palm Springs. Oh, Palm Springs. Yeah, we were doing a Comic-Con in Palm Springs, and there's this dude, and I just, I'm not going to tell you who his name is, and I'm, I don't know if you guys know him. He's out of Cal- someplace. I don't, I don't even remember where he's out of. Anyway, there's a New Mutants 98, first appearance of Deadpool, and I want to say, I'm going to use roundabout numbers, a 98 is going for $800. He's got one in his booth for like, Nine hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, eleven hundred dollars. All right, raw. So he's got a ninety. So he's got those, and he's selling one for like nine hundred dollars, and then he sold the one for a thousand dollars. And like, there's nine eights there. They're going for eight hundred bucks. Like, if you go around to other people's book, and I'm like, dude, what is going on? Like, how are you able? To like, what is going on? Like, what are you doing with this? And he was like, Go for him, oh, yeah. money. He goes, Oh, yeah, bro. Everything just walks in all the time. Everything just walks in all the time. And I'm like, What? You're snaking these people? And he's like, Oh, yeah, just comes in all the time. I get these collections left and right, and I just keep on doing this stuff. This guy's making hand over fist stupid money just by screwing people over. And I'm like, what if I do things the right way? Like, ah, what if I do things the right way? If I have things coming over left and right, why don't you get people more enticed? Why don't you get people out there aggressively going to yard sales, everything, and then you pay people what, what it's worth So, and you make things on the table. Like, here's what I need to get it for. Here's what I need to sell it for. Why don't we meet in the middle? And then that's how it works. That's what Jesse's awesome about, about Jesse. That's what he does with people. And, and and you're right, Brandon. That's that's in my opinion, that's one of the best things a store owner can do is is have uh that comic karma that, that we like to call it's it. It's not even that. It's a it's a correct way of doing business. Like if you can because it's called the money karma. If if I can if I can help you guys create money and you can help me create money, then we're gonna create money together. Amen. I like that. That's a great way to say it. So you guys, you guys heard about the the Tempe Con that we're doing here in a little bit, uh, no. January twenty fifth. It's one hundred percent free to the public. Um, it's going to be open ten to four. What's that? So we can definitely get press passes for that then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really think you're going to need them, homie. Uh, the library. I guess you didn't that. say where it was. Yeah. You just said Tempe Con, but yeah. TempeCon. Um, yeah, so it's 100% free to the public. I would I would recommend, like, if you guys have got kids, like, all the people that are listening, if you guys have got kids, family, any person that, like, wants to go to that. I think, like, I don't know how you guys feel, but, like, the first time that I really got into, like, a Comic-Con, like, I felt, like, kind of engulfed. Like, you saw, like, a nostalgia, like, of all the comics and everything. Like, people buying, selling, trading. You're looking at stuff that you own. You're looking at people buying that for something. You, like, you think to yourself, you're like, I can sell that. Or maybe that's just me. But, like, <laughs> it's 
it's pretty cool like being able to see like all the moving factors and the one the one really really cool thing that i recommend you guys coming to comic-con with me one of you guys or all you guys and being able to do the setup like the coolest thing ever is watching the comic-con oh i'm not gonna go what's that i'm not gonna go there and work fuck that (laughs) No, no 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 i i just meant oh we lost somebody i just meant like going to like the actual comic-con and like what i would say is you just shoot a video just walk around there and just watch the entire comic-con be built like it's pretty fun that's actually an 80s montage yeah yeah i don't know what that means like concert setup or something yeah (laughs) yeah like they they did it for phoenix comic-con one year they had a guy do a time lapse they set it up in the corner of the con and you got to see the whole like scaffolding come up people come in and then until that final day and they just ran the time lapse from the build all the way through the last three days it's actually pretty badass to see yeah it's fun watching so like when we're doing con like i'll just take a picture like doesn't matter i'll just take a picture every 30 minutes and like take a, and then you go back and look at it but it's kind of fun but then the last day you're so pissed off and irritated and dehydrated that you're just like it's fuck up i just want to get out of here that's the funnest. You see the real people, like when, like when you're getting out of there. But I mean, Phoenix Con, I mean, it's great. Like the people, the people that run it, like everybody, it's it's really really awesome. I've done comic cons all across the country, and those those guys are amazing. <laughs> so, is um... Grizzle Geek? <laughs> yeah. What's really cool is if you guys came and cleaned my garage. <laughs> I need my weeds trimmed. Yeah. So what what's the hot stuff for next week to look for? If everybody's a speculator or what's the cool book to look for in your comic book store next week? Uh Avengers 29 main cover. I don't really know what's going on in that book, but it is completely back ordered, sold. You go like if that book is not picked up in comic book stores, people are gonna be buying them up, swooping them up. It is on you can't get any more of it. So a lot of different times, I think I've explained this before. Um, books are on back order. It doesn't matter what it is, if it's a first appearance, I don't give a shit. I don't know what's going on in it, but you can't get any more of it. So if you pick that up, put it on eBay, $9.99, $12.99, it's gonna sell because people aren't gonna A get the book in. People aren't going to be able to pull their pull boxes. But uh, so Avengers 29 um, main cover. Uh, the Spawn covers also Spawn main cover by or Spawn B cover by Todd McFarlane. That's also one. But the black and white C cover is sold out. Like that one's absolutely insane. So you guys might want to pick that one up. Um, or, I mean, it, it doesn't matter like what you're going, like if it's, it's different, like with the different kind of comic book collectors, but those are definitely ones that you want to pick up, um, for investment money-making, um, kind of one thing that I really wanted to branch out with, um, is a lot of the spec, not spec trend, but a lot of, I've noticed people that are doing with these facsimiles is they're getting them graded. There's little, little, tiny, tiny differences in these. And I think I saw a New Mutants 98, 9.8, go for like $300. So you guys have to look it up. But I think yeah, it's because right. people are stupid and they're not listed, They're not paying attention that it says facsimile. No, 
it's going multiple times. It's it's not that. The sales are being completed. It's the fact that somebody doesn't give a shit. They're just going to go put it on their wall because they got plenty of money. You got to remember, we were nerds back then, but now we got money. Doesn't matter what you do. Like, whatever. You just throw it up. You throw it up there. You got your little man cave. Like, other people might think, oh, I can put that 9-8 and then nobody will ever notice. You ever think about that for a second? No, so you're right. The money thing. People have money to, to, to spend. You never know. Yeah, but so, I mean that that kind of that's kind of I don't I don't want to say it's it's a, I don't know it's I wouldn't want to say it's arrogant to say that because you have money you're gonna spend it because if you're smart you're not gonna overpay for a new mutants ninety eight facsimile. I don't I don't think that's because you have money that you're gonna overpay for that. Like I, I'm, no, I'm not gonna pay you, overpay you for that. that if you're smart. There's a lot of stupid yeah, people. Yeah, I know that, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, but, but hold on. It's not it's not about being stupid. Like we're just smart the fact that we know that we can go get a book, get it graded. But to somebody else, you're you're not being mean, you're not being stupid. To somebody else, you're kind of like, hey, I got this badass fucking art thing. Like, how much art you got on your wall just by having somebody just sketch something real fast? They look at it as they got a 9.8 book, they got up on their wall, and it just looks gangster. And that's kind of like how I think people look at that. I mean, I got one more hard hitting question for you. Yeah, I mean, I I understand where you're dad? coming from with that, Brandon. I just I was just saying I wouldn't go pay three hundred bucks for a facsimile to hang the piece of shit on my wall. Like, no, no, would I? <laughs> I wouldn't do that either. Yes, I wonder sir. how many. I wonder uh, if you look at the other. Um, the other facsimiles, how many of them are selling? I know the the, the Hulk one eighty one facsimile sells for a lot. Also, I think they sell for a lot because the actual one is so out of reach for most. That's people. what I was getting at. That's yeah. what you can get. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what I was getting at. That there's a lot of people out there that just can't afford the real one. So, like um, me. Yeah. They so they want to put that one. Have up you guys off. ever read Hulk one eighty one? No. Yes. Perfect. Boom. It sucks. Yeah. You're not getting that book for the fucking the content. You're getting that book for the character. Yeah. Did I did I ever tell you like the douchebag thing that I did? Like oh, I've done a lot of douchebag things, but like oh, main douchebag thing I did. <laughs> like I actually learned how to saber off some bottles of champagne. So I plan on bringing out the saber. <laughs> <laughs> a brandonism. Oh yeah. But now I'm getting okay. Well, now put this on douchebag thing. Now I'm getting a ninja sword to saber one off. Because <laughs> now I'm gonna do it, and I'm yeah, I got you in my eyewear. But anyway, um, the first the first Hulk 181 that I had that came in the store, I knew that a bunch of people were coming in, and I put on my gloves. And I'm sitting back there reading, and they just come in and. It was like somebody from next door to the apartment finding place. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess I got a little bit of time to read this. And then I read Hulk 21 and it's terrible. I just want <laughs> an even better one would be just they come in and you're reading it and you just stand up like, hey, how's it going? You just throw it in the trash. Just the fact <laughs> yeah. where nobody even knows the difference. You just stand up like, hey, how's it going? Just throw it in the trash as you go to help them out. You know what's even better? It's to take. Scans of a Spider-Man 300. Oh, you son of a bitch! <laughs> and print him, staple it together, put it in a bag and board. 
and give it to Matt. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got this extra Spider-Man 300. Uh, I know you've been looking for it. Oh, sweet, man. How much do you want for it? Oh, don't worry about it. We'll just call it... We're just friends. We'll call it good. And it's fucking photocopy pages. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I sat there forever printing page after page and then carefully folding it. I even trimmed it so it looked all right in the in the fucking bag and board and I put it in a, in a nice brand new bag and board so when he took it out, man, it looked fucking beautiful. Oh, God, it was so fucking nice looking. <laughs> wow. That's fucking awesome. Fucking dick. That's so and then Ashton Kutcher came out. Yep. Yeah. He said, you got punk, bitch. <laughs> and then so, in the middle of it was just a picture of Kyle with his with his dick tucked in doing the <laughs> yeah, goodbye horses. <laughs> um we also there is also uh <laughs> Jesus Christ. And it was a flip book, so if you flipped it real quick, he was moving back and forth and I was doing the thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys want to say hi to Jennifer? We do. Well, first of all, uh, Kyle, Kyle was, has been told, been told to ask you a question real quick, Brandon. Uh-oh. Okay. Um, who is your dad? Chad. Daddy. <laughs> okay. So, all right. All right, man. So, last – man. So, <laughs> this has to be a good story. We have Brandon – not quite wanting to tell it. So I might have overreacted. <laughs> oh, I know this is a good one. All right. So this is gonna be great. So there's that there's that comics, that comics restaurant that like opened up. Now you guys gotta okay. So there's this badass like uh like comic book store or Jesus Christ. There's this comic, there's this place, it's a restaurant, and their whole theme is comics. So they got these big badass like Hulk statues that are like the hundred thousand dollar statues. They got all these badass stuff. Where's this place at? The Desert Ridge, right? Yeah, it's Desert, Ridge. Desert Ridge, yeah. So they got this place. So I've been salivating at the mouth to try to go down there because I want to like cross market, like network and like be able to go in there, like make make money, help them make money, help me make money, like be able to do that. But I also want to do brands, comics, field trips. I think it'd be gangster to be able to rent out the place and give 350 comic book nerds us our own little place, to, like go do whatever. And then maybe like rent it out, like have other different comic book stores, go sell comic books in there. Like I, I have like all these crazy ideas that I wanted to go down there and talk to open your own. Because my 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 background is hotel restaurant management. So I know exactly what they're going through. Like I know what I can do to help this out. So but, but like out. Kyle just said, why not open your own? Shit. Then you because could saber I- off bottles at the, the door as people walked in. <laughs> Dude, every hour on the hour, you walk yeah. out. I swear to God, I'm gonna stab one of you guys. <laughs> every hour on the hour, you come out like this. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> My wife just told me to stab you with a sword. I was thinking about a toothpick, but you could do it, and you could do it with a different like comic weapon every time. So like you could do it with, like the dragon dagger once, and then you just bust it off Wolverine with like Molnir. Yeah, Wolverine claws. Hulk smash bottle. Yep. <laughs> um. Dude. So. 
Um, we want to know why Chad is your daddy. Okay. And what Chad is your you? daddy? Who is your daddy and what does he do? Who's Brandon's daddy? It's Chad. It's Chad. Who's Brandon's daddy? It's Chad. It's Chad. So, anyway, so we go into this place and. Uh, so the, you were taking him on a date, right? The bartender comes up to us and he's like, it's 9.17. They close at 10 o'clock. It's 9.17. And the guy comes up to us and he goes, hey, we're closing a little bit. We're, we're almost done. And I look at my watch and he goes, I go, uh, well, I thought you guys had food. And he goes, we can get appetizers at the bar. You're getting my goddamn dad a fucking drink right now. Hey, you don't drink, I know, Chad. Oh. I'm just saying. Right. So me and my dad and Jen, we decided to go pony up to the bar. So my dad's like, <laughs> fuck you, Chad. That's what the whole reason is. Um, anyway, so we go up to the bar. We're sitting up there. I order my drink. Jen orders his drink. Uh, Chad orders the Shirley Temple with extra cherries. So we're sitting there, and then he orders a pina colada. So we're sitting there waiting for the pina colada. A virgin one. So, Virgin pina colada. Hey man, if, oh. if the guy likes pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, that's that's his own prerogative. <laughs> hey man, that's your dad's prerogative. <laughs> so I also here he likes making uh, it at midnight. So I, I'm so I'll end the story. So this dude's like being super rude to us, and he goes and tells us that he's gonna go drop off the checks. So my dad's like, that's code for taking a shit, bro. He's gonna go drop off the checks. Well, he had someplace he had to be. But anyway, <laughs> make a long story short, I ended up freaking out. This guy ended up freaking out. The manager ended up getting something. But the, the whole funny part of the whole story was that Chad in the middle dad. of it, in the middle of the whole fight, I'm literally fighting with the bartender about something, the bar manager. And then at some point, the whole, the whole thing, the whole argument that the bartender had was – well, your dad said it was okay, and points at Chad. <laughs> <laughs> that was the whole point of everything. We are fucking losing our mind at everything, and the guy's whole argument is, well, your dad said it was okay. Chad's old. Yeah, and he's got old balls. <laughs> old Gross. dad Chad balls. Uh, so... So before before I take off, guys, um, one thing I want to tell you guys, it's the last day. I have the Eternals raffle. Uh, I think we only have like 22 tickets left. It's five for 20. Um, the new raffle that starts is uh, the first appearance of Miles Morales and the two Harley Quinns. We have the one out of 1,000 and the one out of 3,000. Um, we also did start a Brandon's Comics referral program. So here it is. So it's Brandon's Comics referral program. I don't know That's if cool. you guys can see it. Yeah. So um, you guys come over. You guys pick these up. Um, and then we have, like, you put your name in them. You put your and name you give in us 50 room. bucks for every referral. And you get $1,000 for every nickel you bring in. Um, <laughs> we're going to be out of business in no time, but I see it working. Um, <laughs> no, you put your you put your name on it. They put their name on it. When they come in, your boy just tells you, "Hey, I put I put this I put this in." Um, five dollars off purchase at ten dollars or more. So if you guys are picking up purchase, are you guys picking up books every week? Um, this is definitely a great offer, especially if I don't know your. I friend. gave one of those cards to Chad to give to you for him because he's your dad. 
Aristocrats. Well, I really appreciate you guys. And you guys, you guys are awesome. I really, really do appreciate you guys for doing Thank everything. You. And I've heard nothing but great things about you guys. And I I really do believe that you guys are really helping out our store. And if there's anything in the I future so. I can do between you guys with between non-sexual stuff and Fuck it. No, nope, never mind. All right. Well, all right. Well, Sexual stuff. I mean, just depends on how gross. I like. I will say this, Brandon. I think that uh, you have done the same in kind. Um, People are clamoring for your little segments, so continue being you, and uh, don't take any of our uh, saber rattling as um, uh, uh, throwing shade at you because we're just we're just having a good time, brother, and uh, we appreciate you too. So thank you, brother. I got a pretty thick skin. Yeah, I'm gonna I stop by and tomorrow, and I'm gonna fucking dig through your comics. I approve it. I love you guys. I, I'm gonna I prove it. A sexual window, and Thanks, then Brandon. I get a reach around. <laughs> Man, I'll see you guys later. And, and your dad's gonna meet me there. He's <laughs> gonna help out. Got to handle the heavy I, lifting. I love the the Brandon's comic segment, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, that was so, great. What did you guys think about the Golden Globes? I thought Ricky Gervais's fucking uh, opening monologue was amazing. And it's, it's great. Yeah, it, it's, it's perfect. Just give no shits. Just yeah. just cuts right to the point. I like it because he's like, you know what? This is the last time I'm doing it. Fuck you guys. I'm out. Do you well, think that people, more people got angry at him or more people were like, fucking A, right? I think it was a... I think it was a, a split. I I don't know. I want to say more people got angry. Like if you watch Tom Hanks, his face when Ricky Gervais like, pretty much said, "Yeah, I love that." He's like, "Yeah, Ricky Gervais pretty much said nobody cares about your your political agenda. Come up here. You don't know the real world. Come up here, accept your little award and fuck off." And Tom Hanks wasn't having wasn't, any of that. Wasn't having yeah. it. Yeah, because I mean, everyone has their speech in their pocket, and so like, fuck. That's that's exactly what my speech is. <laughs> but I I like that though because uh, after that it felt like a lot of people came up there and just w- winged it like they didn't read their prepared speech like Joaquin Phoenix for example he came up there and he was just like you know there's no competition between all of us we know all that that's fucking bullshit we're all students of each other and then and I'm then, gonna get arrested bitches yeah and then he he thanked them for going vegan and you know he did a little bit of political agenda with climate changes caused by the dairy industry and. Meat industry. Yeah. You're the but dairy industry. I think. I think Ricky Gervais just. I. He assassinated Hollywood in. It was great. The beginning of his opening monologue, and a lot of people on Reddit are, are speculating that within the next two years he's going to disappear because, you know, he he kind of he shit on Hollywood, called him out, and made Epstein jokes as well as took shots at Apple for being in the the uh, sweatshops. Yeah, the Apple stuff, that was pretty ballsy. That was pretty ballsy. You don't talk like that about Apple. Like Chad just said, Hollywood got sad, America loved it, and he told Hollywood to fuck off. That was the first time I've ever watched the Golden Globes. Yeah, and Tim, like Tim just said, Selma Hayek is the only thing the Golden Globes anyone cared about. God, I love her breasts. They they just stay magnificent. No matter how old she gets, they stay magnificent. I'm going to drink to that. God, uh, probably a lot, of, a lot of creams and lotions. Yeah, 
Trisha Arquette was. I would very totally help her with all the creams busty. and lotions. Dude, she had like jack stands under that Wonder Bra. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I've always thought Patricia Arquette was super hot when um, that movie <laughs> A Lost Highway came out. You remember that movie? Mm-hmm. And True Romance. I had oh to my god, so on her in True Romance. So sexy in True Romance. Yeah. I think True Romance was the very Alabama Whirly that I remember seeing where I went like you know how like sometimes you find a movie early before other people and you're like you care for it more you know kind of mm-hmm. like bands true romance was that movie for me i remember me seeing too. True romance and going me and chuck were like that that true romance is like my top five all-time favorite movies man. still to this day yeah. well i mean it's 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 such a uh a softball i mean i literally in one scene you had this hot girl in a comic shop talking comics with like a dude like us you know he's got his flat jacket on you're like yeah, of course yeah like this is a, this is a no-brainer like sign me you up know, yeah you knew she was a hooker yeah and then you throw in tarantino's dialogue in there and you got and there, you got dude, and, there was, and everybody was in it if you go through everybody was in that movie yeah yeah, I mean Val Kilmer, Samuel L. Jackson. I mean, like Oompa. Brad Pitt's fucking just getting stoned in it. I mean, this. You mean Oompa? I mean Oompa. Yeah. I, I saw Michael Stout popped in the chat. I'm glad he's surviving his uh, his December tornadoes in January. Yeah, I feel bad for that guy. But you know what? If his house gets leveled, I'm gonna let you know who to call. Stay Farm. <laughs> yeah, Stay Farm. <laughs> you make sure you got that. You got them on speed dial. But yeah, I mean, I I hope everything's cool out there. I'm glad you made it to the chat. I'm glad that you and Dorothy are not gone. You're not you're still in Kansas. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that was uh, really cool. I have a lot of respect uh, for Gervais, whatever his name is. I have so much respect respect for him that I don't know his name. They don't bring him once. Once once he does like the opening monologue, they don't really bring him out very much. He would he would come in like little every twenty minutes or so and things like that. I would have liked to have seen him uh, throughout, kind of just commenting on the progress of the night. Do you think that was because of his opening monologue, or do you think? I wonder, like, how much they knew his opening monologue was going to say say that. No, I think that when you watch these award shows, I'll watch them. I like I enjoy um, watching them and stuff like that, even though they're like hack and stuff. But like when Steve Martin and like Billy Crystal used to do it back in the day, there was they would just come out more. And now because they're so short on time and they have all these bits and people make their speeches longer, uh, they have to cut something. So I think they're cutting the host. Um, uh, jokes and they used to do skits and stuff like that. Even the presenters, like when Will Ferrell came out, you're always like, "Oh, we're gonna get a good five minute bit before like he reads the names and he, you know, just kind of comes out and reads them." So I thought I he was, missed- I thought he was hilarious with Antonio Banderas. Yeah, just yeah, but that would be how attractive he was. Yeah, yeah, but I think back in uh, five or six years ago, that would have been like a longer bit. You know, like that would they would have kind of stretched that out maybe. Well, you look at the Oscars, and the Oscars are going two years in a row without even having an, a host. So, yeah. But I, I think his opening monologue caught everyone off guard. I don't think he ran it past anybody. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he gave him a fake one, and then when he went up there, read something completely different. Yeah, I'm I mean, sure he, they knew. I don't know. I'm, he he took hard I, shots he, at some powerful people right off the bat. I thought I thought the way that kind of stuff worked was like okay. You have eight minutes here. You have four minutes here. You've got nine minutes here. So you just make things that fill in there. 
and they're kind of well if i was the the network or whatever it is i would be like here's your contract we'll pay you this much money but if if you don't stick to your uh, uh script or like you go off book you're not getting any of this money like it's in the contract sign you can go off script if you want but you're not getting paid that would be super balls if he's like fuck it i don't need the money i'm going off script he produced office of course you don't yeah. have any money he just flew out to Hollywood just to shit on people for a night. That would be, uh, he would he would jump up on my book if that was something like that was the case. I wish I could host that because that's what I would do. I like that he took shots at Martin Scorsese for the fact that he said that comic book movies aren't cinema. Um, yeah, he had a lot of balls doing that. You know he, and he pretty much said, "Might as well just call it you." Um, fucking Netflix wins everything and. Have a good night, you know. So, I don't know. I thought interesting. it was interesting, and you kind of talked about this how how the movie that won was not even out yet. I thought yeah. it came out on Christmas Day, so it had a limited release. Yeah, and then it didn't come out in the theaters everywhere until, until today. And they did that specifically just to get it into the award show. Yeah, which is bullshit, but whatever. Is it? Is it? <laughs> All those awards are bullshit. Man. <laughs> it takes a snide sip. Is it? I know. I thought it was going to go over and nobody was going to even notice. <laughs> I'm going to have to saber another fucking cork right now. <laughs> you should have sabered some. <laughs> Tim agrees with you in the chat. So, uh... <laughs> Speaking of that, um, speaking of sabers, what? No, how are you gonna transition oh. from sabers, Matt? Not sabers. Let I was us say superhero movie. Um, uh, speaking uh, of the uh, superhero movies, Batman started filming this week, and we started getting uh, clips. Matt Collins. <laughs> yeah. Matt Collins. <laughs> started getting photos from the uh, the set, and it, it looks like people are kind of upset because it's not taking t- place in the time period they they promised, and it's um. What time period do they promise? So they yeah. were, when they promised it, they were talking it's going to be more like uh, Batman, Young Batman, the Batman the animated series type stuff. Uh, Art Deco. Is what they're <laughs> yeah, and they were going to do him, Robert Pattinson, in a no armored bat suit. It was just going to be the the gray and blue suit, and they were going to white out his eyes. And I'm glad they're not doing that. I'm glad they're actually giving him an actual like suit because like. I think Batman looks cool as fuck when he's got fucking a suit on and not just like cheesy. He looks cheesy like with just calm Yeah, parts. yeah, like looks like Adam West. Yeah, and I think it's I think because that's more realistic. Like if except the Flash because he's fucking awesome, but like for the most part because he's Batman doesn't have powers. Why would he come out in a goddamn leotard? He would want to be armored. He doesn't have powers. You know what I mean? Right point. Yeah. God, you'd be fucking a dumbass not to go out protected if you're going to be fucking fighting everybody. It's stupid. But the one thing I want to talk about, and it's the title of our it's show, Fat Colin. It's Fat Colin. Yeah. So you Fat got Colin. you got to see the uh, the first photos of of Colin Farrell as the Penguin, and he looks like Colin Skinny. Farrell with uh, silver fox hair and an umbrella. Yes. So, I saw you sent me that link, and I was looking at those. I was like, hmm. What am I looking at here? Like he's going to more of the, like the the uh TV show Gotham Penguin. And yeah. you know, put for God's sakes, like 
like Mike and Grenzel Geek was saying, there's not enough fat guy representation in Hollywood. And uh, when when Jonah Hill was doing it, I was like, all right, I could see it. But he probably didn't do it because they wanted him to gain weight. Well, the the penguin, his size matters because it shows off his uh, affluence and like right. um, you know consumption stuff like that. Yeah, it's just like he's this sloppy guy because of his wealth and his greed and all that, and that sh- shows physically. You know, I don't want a chiseled penguin. Get out of here! Get out of here with that! You don't you don't want a penguin who looks more <laughs> fit and buff than your Batman. Yeah, right. like, exactly. That doesn't work. I want. Fat Colin, Fat Colin. Especially with the they're saying that Robert Pattinson can't put on muscle mass and weight, so he's either going to be like really cut, or they're going to have to like give him a muscle suit like they did Zachary Levi for for Shazam. He's not going to look really obvious. Yeah, he's not going to be. Why? I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would expect him to be the same size as maybe uh, Christian Bale. I wouldn't I don't expect him to be like chiseled but or even that mad he won't be anywhere near Ben Affleck but he's not he'll probably be around Christian Bale I'm assuming he'll probably uh, be around that Christian Bale but yeah he'll be he does he just needs he needs to be athletic I mean goddamn he's a superhero all superheroes have they're in shape right except uh what's his name from the Soviet Union oh fat stranger things yeah, <laughs> I'm fat Stranger Things. Red Guardian. <laughs> but yeah, like like you said, the the penguin has to have some you know stature to him. He's got to have a little bit of meat on his bones. That's that's what makes the penguin the penguin. He's been he's been fat in every iteration of the penguin up until until well no until um, Gotham. Yeah, and Gotham was cool for his little thing, but. They hadn't actually what they were doing with young Gotham was or Gotham was he was young. Right. It actually wasn't catching up yet. He was still kind yeah. of w- working establishing up. himself, yeah. So, acquiring his wealth. I hope I hope Colin Farrell kills someone with a peanut like he did in Daredevil in this movie. <laughs> I think we need to revisit that scene. Recently. <laughs> I forgot about him killing someone with a peanut. <laughs> he flicks a peanut and this old lady's like, ah. <laughs> and you're like, this is a five minute scene. Why am I, what's going on here? She was badass. I just think they need to hire a no name fat guy actor to play the penguin. Shut, oh, you mean name Matt? Yep. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think Mike from Grizzle Geek wants to fight me for that role. And that's, that's fine. Dude. We should we should have the battle of the pig. no. We should we should do us what do they call that? Uh, where you try out for the part audition? We should do like a video audition. <laughs> video audition. Send us your video auditions if you want to be no, in our a fat penguin in our, our fan no. I'm saying Batman you movie. you should do your own video audition and then we'll critique it on the show. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Grizzle, yes. Grizzle oh my God. just said. Tired of the skinny people taking all the good fat guy roles. Hashtag fat washing. We should have Mike and we should have Matt. They should both dress up like the penguin and do their best penguin. And we will judge who did it better. Yes. Great fucking idea. You got three weeks. <laughs> Battle of the bellies. Do it. Oh my we God. We should do it at a panel at Phoenix Comic Con. He's like cobble pot belly. Oh my God. When I hear cobble pot, I always think of Goonies. 
It I don't think of bat- Batman. Right. Now, do you know. think he's he, – what do you think he's going to do with his voice? Do you think – I mean, since they're not really changing, like, too much of his look, do you think he's just going to be, like, the Irish it sounds voice? sounds like Colin and- going to be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> Chad says those are called casting couches, not auditions. <laughs> Chad's on fire. Now man. jiggle. Now jiggle. Jiggle yeah. it, Matt. Jiggle yeah. it. <laughs> if I don't hear a good wah, 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 it's not going to work. Now quack. Quack for me, Matt. Quack, quack. <laughs> what, Kyle? You got to do, you got to go wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Shuffle, shuffle. shuffle. <laughs> oh, casting couch. Oh, my God. The battle to be Fat Colin. To replace Fat Colin in the Batman. Oh my God, it's so awesome! I, I mean, do to see that. Too bad neither of you guys would go through with it because you guys are both a bunch. Oh, of I'll pairs. do it. No, you won't. I, I'll, I, I will do it. If Bet I'm you. Drunk enough, I, he, I will he do it a shirtless yeah. with a bow tie, and I'll body paint a tuxedo on me. Yeah. I'm the same guy that said if you send it a. Co- how are you going to push me on it? I'm the same guy that said if you send in a comic that removed a staple and it came back and CGC caught it, I'd do an entire show with a black dildo hey, on my head. We don't see your shirtless painted on. Oh, you'll in, see my sausage in nipples in all their glory, bro. You have to wear a dildo on your head. That's fine. He's literally, he's literally just going to show up in one of those big penguin outfits. Yep. It's like the little. No, no, no. <laughs> he said he's going to be shirtless. I'll, okay. do, I'll paint shirtless. I'll, put, I'll paint a tuxedo oh, on me. I'll okay, I'm riding it. With a bow tie I'm riding it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shirtless. Uh, are we doing? Um, I'm, I'm afraid that Mike might do one up me and do it in a thong. You know, he might go like the extra. <laughs> that extra if he mile. does it in a thong, I'm gonna make him a fucking, a fucking trophy. <laughs> he might do it in a thong with a little penguin tail on the backside. You know, I will uh, order. I will order a penguin trophy. <laughs> I swear to God, if he does it, I will order a penguin trophy. March of the Penguins, just a bunch of fat guys getting tired after like four minutes of walking. Oh my god. My body paint would just be sweat off from the walk from the escalator <laughs> to the room. Now, how awesome would that be at Comic Con? March of the Penguins, the bunch of fat guys <laughs> dressed up as the penguins. That's a great I, idea. An escalator, just like it's huffing terrible. and puffing. Oh. <laughs> just oh. pouring down sweat. <laughs> That's a great idea. Mike says he'll oh. bust out his Borat bathing suit. <laughs> that one piece just ball hugger. It's just a great <laughs> Oh my god. He's gonna wear I dude, you have to wear your banana hammock. Oh my god, it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> Chad says thong and a long-tailed tuxedo coat. Oh if this doesn't happen, Matt does have to wear a dildo on his head. And Matt and Mike has to come on and wear one as well and do the show with us as a guest. Uh, aren't black. you glad you decided to come on the show tonight, Travis? I was I was wondering how <laughs> what minute number we get to dildos. <laughs> In this show it, it's always a guarantee. It always devolves to dildos. Yep. 79, oh. that's that's pretty good for us. Oh, there you go. Big black cock going like this as he talks. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Call me Chota Boy. Oh, dude. Uh, I don't even Chota have a cock to even show it. Damn it! What? Nothing. So, did you guys get any? Um, did you guys, other than the ones you picked, you were showing Matt from uh, the Turtles books? Did you guys pick up anything else? 
I did get that uh, J. Scott Campbell star cover that uh, Brandon was talking about. I picked up a dope Venom cover. So I forgot I bought this. Oh, that is dope, dude. That's sick. I might have to go get that. I forgot I bought this, and I'm actually kind of happy. I think it's from, like, (laughs) Israel or Turkey or something. And it's it's an homage to Amazing Fantasy 15 with Miles and Spider-Gwen. Hmm, that's awesome. Yeah. So, so I want to I want to talk to you real quick, Brian. We talked about it in the chat a little bit, but I want to know from the expertise speculator, what is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 101 doing on the market right now? Well, um, it's funny you ask because that book, uh, as a matter of fact, um, this one in particular. Hold on here. Did it make the hot ten this week? Yeah, it made number eight, uh, the Dustin Weaver one in ten variant. Oh yeah, the, the one with the cover. Yeah, I actually think I'm thinking about buying it. Such a great Turtles cover. Um, Have you seen the cover B Eastman yet? No, this cover right here, dude. I bought both covers. I bought A and B for this week's Turtle just because, like, I fell in love with the, both covers. But I think this cover is absolutely beautiful. That is nice. Actually, like the A cover the best. That well, one. Let me, sure uh, that one. There it is. I'm trying to find this damn book here. I haven't read any of the turtle books. Lately. Are they? Are they? Are they good? Are the stories so on here's point? The star J. Scott Campbell cover. Nice. Yeah. So it's um, not a bad. Like she's almost proportioned right. Like he didn't go too. How's the face? You kind of got a glare. I can't see the nose. Does it look like a cat? Is that your boy, uh, Kyle Campbell? Is that your favorite, like, uh, cover artist? He's one of them, yeah. Like, it's on my pull list. J. Scott Campbell cover. Whatever it is. Yeah. Whatever the price, put it in there. Like, if it's the one in the 100, I don't care. Put it in there. Nice. Four or five artists that I have. So sometimes it fucks me up, like I've talked about on the show before, because I'm like, how the fuck do I have this? Bo- oh, it's that guy. He's easily my favorite cover artist now, just because he was a cool dude when his handler was trying to be a dick to me. Matt, uh, yeah. I shared a screen. This is the um, this is the Dustin Weaver one in ten cover that is just absolutely amazing. Ooh, I like yeah. that cover. So good. Um, kind of reminds me of Turtles do uh, a cover mm-hmm. every once in a while with like baby turtles. I think they did a special incentive cover for Christmas one year uh, where it's April holding all the baby turtles and like a Scotty Young. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 not Scotty Young style, but it's kind of more like this kind of style looks okay. like, but um, I just like this. This kind of reminds me of it. Um, so yeah, I want that and, cover. Yeah, it's just a really cool cover. So this is number eight this week on the Hot Ten. So yeah, it is definitely uh, big, big in the spec world. Um, it's selling right now about double ratio. So I think this is a one in ten. So it's selling around twenty dollars a, a pop. Um, just a cool cover. It, I, I, you know how turtles spec goes. Well, is usually it usually gets hot for a couple weeks and then just totally dies. So well, is it because want- of the cool cover, or is it because of speculation of who the two new characters are? It's it's definitely speculation because of the who new, two new characters. I know I know the dinosaur one is Mona Lisa because she says it in the comic book, but they don't yeah. name the albino turtle. But there's a lot of speculation that that's going to be Venus de Milo. Now, if you ever watch like the the turtles live action TV show, Venus de Milo was another turtle. And she wore blue like Leonardo, but 
there's a lot of speculation that now that they have the new female turtle in, in yellow, that the albino turtle is going to end up being Venus de Milo. Yeah. And this would be her first uh, cover appearance. So this is going to be, that would be a hot book to get. I wonder if Brandon has that. Probably does. Um, but uh, it is a, a RI. It's an RI variant. So uh, uh, retail yeah. incentive cover. So very cool cover. Very cool. But it's, it's kind of cool with what they're doing with Turtle. I mean, issue 100, they killed off Splinter and kind of give him a very, well, something you don't see in comics a lot nowadays. They gave him a very definitive ending. And it feels like he's he's gone for good he now. And probably one of the coolest endings I've seen in a long time for a character. Yeah. And so uh, the question is, do you think oh it's man, gonna I, stay gone? I do. I gotta look that up because that sounds actually intriguing. I'm like, how can how can a character's death be so defi- definite? And you guys are like, you're like, no, you see it, and it's yeah, for it's, sure. It's like very. I feel like it's a very definitive ending. If you know turtles and you are a Ninja Turtles fan, the the ending is. You understand it a hundred percent. Yeah, I only know penguins. Oh. Damn! <laughs> Should I just start calling you Mr. Popper. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Penguins. <laughs> there you go. Um, and then so this issue, it's kind of like they're dealing with the fallout of Spillender's death, and they're all split up. So like Raphael went rogue, and he's wearing all black. He wears a black bandana now. He's he's dropped the red. That's he's, sick. He's Ooh, a I, I dig that. I dig that a lot. And, yeah. And like. Uh, Michelangelo's kind of fallen into a depression where he just lays in bed with a cat and Leonardo won't put on his headband anymore and he doesn't want to be the leader of the team. So they're all kind of like in turmoil and they're all kind of just off doing their own thing. Very much like different for a comic book. Very much like when Splinter gets captured in the in the live action movie, how they all kind of like fall apart. It, it's it's very much what's going on in the What do you well, think a giant turtle smells like? I mean, that's gotta be the most awful stink. I was thinking about how sweaty their bandanas must get with like that turtle sweat in there. They're ninjing all night and just the stink coming off these guys. I used to have a turtle growing up, pet turtle, and that little fucker stank. Like the yeah, cage stunk. I had four, four giant size ones. Living with a rat? Uh-uh. Fuck that. It is stinky. They don't care where they shit. Yeah. April's a saint. He's a saint. Putting up with that. For real. Let him into her apartment in the movies. You don't want that. <laughs> like I'll show you. I'm gonna try to get it as close as I can to the camera. But here's like the the shot of Raph in all black. Oh, that's badass. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's got no oh, red yeah. on him anymore. He's straight that was, black that was bandana. One. Black everything. Huh? Yeah, that's that one. One. Yep. I knew you should have bought that shit. Um. But I picked that up, and I picked up the that. Venom cover, and then of course the Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles Shredder is the Green Ranger. Yeah. So is that are they doing? That's definitely just like Elseworlds type stuff, right? It's a crossover, very much like Batman Ninja okay. Turtles. Okay, I was worried guys- that it was like they were doing like um like uh, what GI Joe and Transformers did, where they merged the worlds. No, they, so they exist in the same timeline, just. Angel Grove is in Angel Grove, and in the Turtles are in New York. So it's the same time, same. That's cool. Same everything. And Shredder, Shredder tries to manipulate Tommy to get the the green power coin. Tommy becomes a member of the Foot, and at the end of this issue, he gets it. He morphs. Rita tries to get it back from him. He morphs with it, and and he basically says, "If you want this power coin, you got to come pry it from my cold dead fingers." So he's Shredder's about to face off with the. Uh, uh, Rita, so 
pretty interesting. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, that is cool. What is the art like? How's the art? The art's not bad. <laughs> and it, like, I just picked up this book because it's merely like two mashups of my childhood. So what about Batman? I mean, we don't have Corbin on here to talk about it, but I know everybody's talking about the new Batman issue. <laughs> what about Batman? <laughs> Interesting fact by Grizzled Geek. Yeah. Go to Grizzled Geek for the facts. That's right. Subscribe to Grizzled Geek for the facts. It would suck to be the small turtle. Um, Batman, uh, Tom King's run ended. It's the first, it's the era of Tinian now. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to do my, my Corbin impression real quick. Tom King sucks! Mm. I thought you were going to do his dance. Tom King sucks! Tom King sucks! Tom King sucks! It's the era of Tinian now, so... Is yeah, good. First episode, first issue this week was Tinian, so... I, I heard you guys pick it up. You picked it up. Oh, I, Tinian's one of my favorite writers. Okay. So the fact that he's writing Batman now, it makes me very excited. Well, he's a good Batman writer, and we he's already proved that he's a good Batman writer. With Detective, right? He did it with Detective. He did it with... Um, the couple fucking, of fill-in issues he did for Snyder in 52. And then he, he didn't did. start off good in Detective. He ended good. He didn't start off good. With Re- Rebirth, he started off fantastic. Yeah. I didn't like the whole... He did uh Clayface thing? No, I like the Clayface thing that they started off... Oh, sorry. I might be backwards. He started off good, but it didn't end good. Yeah. I didn't like how they played off the two twins. What are they called? The Gotham twins or whatever? Yeah. I call them the Wonder Twins accidentally all the time. I mean, like Tinian, he's a he's a good Batman writer, you know, because you know what he was like, like we've talked about before, though, he's Scott Snyder's protege. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what he knows is Batman. I'm sure he knows other shit. He's fucking badass. But I mean, I've enjoyed everything that he's written. So that I'm super like, I'm back to being on board with Batman. I thought I thought Snyder followed by King. I thought that those were a hell of runs. I thought this is he's got some big shoes to fill. King, the thing with I like King. King. Yeah. He, he he was great for a while, and then it like peters out, and then he like starts to come up, and then it kind of like peters out. Mm-hmm. And he he's too, it's too up and down. Like you start getting into it, and then like it's like a one off filler issue. Yeah. yeah, like for a while, like when he was first introducing Bane and everything, it was like yeah, road trip Batman. Yeah, yeah, it was like poetic. It was awesome. Like you were just like, you know what? It felt like reading King in the beginning was like you were like floating, and you were like zigzagging through this. Oh, well, you probably maybe just ate some bread. That was probably the thing. You were probably <laughs> like you ate some bread and then you read some Tom King. Like I'm floating, bros. I'm floating on King. <laughs> do this shit. <laughs> but that's like Matt can Matt can uh, attest to that. Like it was like it was poetic for a while. It was like you were just like floating through what he was saying, and it was like it was nice, and you were just it was great, and then it, like. And then it like he gets choppy, and then I don't know. I'm a casual Batman fan, so that's why I like Tom King. Just joking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cor- Corbin's the only hardcore Batman fan on this show. Corbin yeah. called us all casual Batman fans because we halfway enjoyed Tom King. 
I'm sorry to be stuck in a conversation with such casual Batman fans, but I, on the other hand... I'm a real fan, but you're a casual Batman fan. <laughs> Shout out to Corbin, man. <laughs> Always. He's an awesome dude, but... Yeah. Like, what's Tom King right now? He's writing Superman now. Thank God. And this gun... I thought he was leaving Batman to go do work on other things. He's writing one of the Superman books. What did Donnie Cates just write a movie script for? Penguins. <laughs> of Madagascar 4. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't him and Snyder doing something together again or something? It's called Weird. I know Donnie I know, Cates uh, was talking on Twitter about he wrote a script for something. Yeah, he did. He talked um, next God part? Country, right? God Country, right? Was it God Country? Yeah, yeah. So God Country, he wrote a, a screenplay for it, he said. It's in the can. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. That started out as a really cool story. Did you read it? I never read God Country, no. Everybody. It was one of the ones that started out real good, and then you were just like, yeah. Kind of like Rednecks. Like his Redneck, it was, it, you started out, it was it was a really cool book. Is and that still going? Whatever happened to that? It's still going. I still buy it because I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, just because like now I'm so far in, I'm like, do I really want to break up my run of it? I hate that. Oh, and, I do that. And that's kind of where I'm at with this. But it started out so good, but it just kind of, I don't know, it just kind of petered out for me. Other people are still raving about it. I just don't understand how some of these writers can write six different titles at the same time. Like, yeah. how do you keep those stories? Like, how do you keep six separate stories like that going? And and the ideas for it, you got to feel like it's got to be like they. Donnie Case has to feel like you, Brian. Yeah. So many irons in the fire. Well, he's also making good money, so. So it's, yeah, that's that's the, that's the case. If they're paying you the money, then you can come up with the ideas. Yeah, it's got to be hard though writing all those stories all the time. Well, that's why he does all those silly mashups because that's easy to do. Yeah, he just throws darts at a Marvel. Are, are you thing. sure you want to say that? You don't want to have to walk it back like last week. You don't want to have to back that truck up. I st still think that it's kind of cheesy that all he does is mashups, but. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, I'm a huge Donnie Cates fan. So, exactly. <laughs> yeah, just like your son said. So. Just like, take off! Take off! Take off! <laughs> your boy wants you to take off, man. <laughs> take off, old man. Yep. yep. Tomorrow we're uh, the whole family. We're all going to go see Motionless and White. What is that? Yeah, and. Huh? They're a band. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like a fancy way of saying corpse. It's just motionless and white. Is it? Yes. Okay. Uh, that's clever. And you know where they're from? The huh. same place the office is from? England. Scranton? Yeah, Scranton. <laughs> England. <laughs> that's where the office is from, right? That's true. The American, the American <laughs> version. The correct version. So, real quick. While we're talking on this topic of, of comics, or before we switch it out of the gears, um, Rob Liefeld, good old good old Robbie L, our buddy Robbie L, had some interesting comments 
to uh, to make this week on comics. Let me get your guys' opinion. Good old Rob Liefeld, creator of Deadpool and uh, Major X, says comic books today are not in a resurgence of creativity. Most are endless talk fests, just crackling heads. Bronze Age through 99 is the sweet spot. Do yourself a favor and check out some Marvel DC and image comics from those eras. Inspiring. He's starting to feel uh, like he cares about him. Yep. Oh, it's okay, Rob. We remember you. Kyle, Kyle just agreed with him. Kyle says he has a point. Kind of. He, before stories could go and they can go and they can go and there was a creativeness. And now it's like, it seems like arcs can go only go a few issues before like the actual story like peters out. And that must be my word of the day, but. But it just seems like they can't keep it like before. Like before, it would just go on, and you know what I mean. Like like it could people could just write and write and write. It just doesn't seem like they can do that now. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you're even saying it too. Like Donnie Casey's writing stuff, but all he's doing is doing these mashups. Like and, and like Tom King, like we were just saying it before. He he, he starts this awesome story, and then it just it peters off. Like you were even you used to say that about Flash all the time. Yeah. Like it was great and then it just peters off and then it just kind of fucking you're just like damn it he just he wraps it up really quick cuz he's trying to hurry up and he's trying to get to the next villain and then he he builds it up and then it's just eh. here's what's interesting about the tweet where he says most are endless talk fest just cackling heads. This so, I, I, so when I read that, I thought he was like, let's just put like splash pages of people punching each other. Like that's when it was good. And uh, that was that was the only thing on there. I see a point you're making, Kyle. But like that, it I don't know. Yeah, is he's yeah, there's, 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 point wrong. Is there too much? Is he saying like there's just there's just too much like story in comics today? There's just too much talking. There's just too much sitting in a room chatting. Like. Uh, and what's the alternative? Just more punching? I uh, it as punching, punching pockets? Wanted more covers of floating heads. But on that same note, that's a good point, Travis, because if you listen to our old um, comic reviews and stuff, there's a lot of comics where we said, oh my God, it just drones on and on. Mm-hmm. And a lot of comics, you're just like, like I remember saying one time, I was like, God, there's just so much talking. And my wife's like, it's a fucking comic. It's not a novel. There's no way there's too much talking in it. But for a comic, there's more than once do we say, oh, my God, there's just so much dialogue in it. So maybe he does have a point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you. Well, and then- Rob Liefeld, the prophet of our age. Wise words have never <laughs> been spoken. That is incorrect. <laughs> I know. I can't tell if he's a troll or a douche or like a douchey troll. He's I think he's a douche. He's a douchey troll. Oh my god, nobody's talking about me. Comics are gone. You got your, you got your douche in my troll. You got your troll in my douche. <laughs> Grizzle Geek says there's not enough pouches in comics nowadays. <laughs> Too many wrists. <laughs> <laughs> It's these slim pants, man. There's no room for pockets. Yep. <laughs> right, it's skinny jeans time. <laughs> that must have been like the ultimate blow to life. Fell is when they start people start wearing skinny jeans. It's like, oh fuck. I just what do you mean I can't draw a chest that's six times bigger than his body. Yeah. <laughs> Can we bring back Jinkos, please? <laughs> Those are fucking cool. <laughs> I just don't know about this guy anymore. Like he's he's alienated everyone in the business, and I think. He just voices his crazy left 
field opinions to try to make itself relevant again because he knows people will pick up on it. And Bleeding Cool are the people that are like the worst about it. Yeah, because they, they hang on everything this dude says. Yeah. Because he is like the gossip queen of comics. Yeah. Yep. Like he is the tabloid king. Like, what is Rob Liefeld going to say next? What can we write about? So I don't, I mean, I kind of don't blame Bleeding Cool. Speaking of Bleeding Cool, Bleeding Cool did a cool article on Brandon and we didn't even talk about it. So you guys look for that. Continue on. Well, actually, let's talk about that real quick. Um, one thing that I noticed Bleeding Cool does is they, one thing that, that is kind of cool is they endear themselves to comic shop owners a little bit more. So I, I, that's one thing that I will have respect for them about is they do talk about the local comic shops more than any other site. As they should. Yes. I, I think more comic book journalistic places should be talking about the comic book store because that is where people are getting their comic books. That's where we're getting our reason why they have topics. Yep. Right, yeah. Right Yeah. Well, I mean, not, not so much bleeding cool. I mean, comic book resources is usually the first ones on breaking, breaking that, but that's because like, they've got an army of people working for them. Like that's what I learned they, San Diego last year. Doesn't break the local like no. Brian no. said he'll break the local comic book store owner. Right. That's what Bleeding Cool is doing. Like, which which I thought that was the whole reason Brandon was coming on the show was to plug his Bleeding Cool article. No, he gave me his topics for here. Oh, he decided to cut his Bleeding Cool article out of there? Thought it might be uh, enough. Huh? Let me see that, those topics again. Why are they cut out like a ransom note? <laughs> <laughs> because I have a steel trap. <laughs> all I needed. <laughs> no, um... I think it's I think it I think it's cooler highlighting the local comic book store owner, then getting these huge I mean getting the huge press releases are cool too. But I like the hometown feel. I like looking of like the average person, like the comic book store owner. I think that's a cool aspect. Yeah, yeah marketing the comic book store experience is going to be key to keeping these places open. And so if anyone can kind of like make it feel like an experience, like, hey, if you're not going to comic shops, you're missing out on these vibes and these people and, and this kind of world, then, I mean, I don't know what, what other ways to get more people into. People. And, if, and if you can shove that article in between like Scarlet Witch, the most powerful person in, and then like, you know, this is playing, you know, the Joker, and then you get like a comic book shop, maybe, maybe some kid will click on it and hopefully know. we get one more person going to a comic book shop. Yeah. Hey, hey, and now that science is saying that comic book reading comic books make you smarter. Mm -hmm. There's I saw that. I thought that was a really actually really interesting article. A genius. What, Kyle? <laughs> I should be fucking Albert Einstein level then. Maybe you are. Maybe you're an idiot savant. I'm thinking Maybe I'm you're like Matt Damon in uh, A Beautiful Mind. <laughs> no, I think I'm closer to uh, Russell Crowe in Beautiful Mind. Oh, uh, Matt, I was going to say, okay, yeah, I got <laughs> I'm fucking hammered, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I am hammered. This is the first time I've been, in a long time in the show I've been hammered. One beer, Matt. No, uh, dude, I've been drinking them. I've, I've had, one beer, Matt. I've had about damn near 12-pack listening to Brandon talk. So, Brandon's a cool dude. I like Brandon. I like him. I think he's a cool dude. About fucking hammered, boys. This is uh about 
this is this is not good. Um, <laughs> like I'm looking at myself in the camera, my fucking cheeks are all like flush, and I'm just like, oh hey, what's going on? Travis is back. Um, yeah, I had, I had a p- Papa. You guys you talk go. about beers, man. It kind of made me a little thirsty. I had to switch from my coffee. It's it's past noon now. We're good. There you go. <laughs> That's right. I forgot that it's fucking afternoon where you are. But yeah, that was a feature, boys. I, I did find that article pretty interesting too, and and kind of the the things they were touching on it, and how just like they incorporated it, the way you learn to it, and how people yeah. learn by reading and visual and all that. It, it was really, that multimodal text. Yeah. At first, I thought it was very basic article. I'm like, this isn't groundbreaking. Yes, it's you know, an education as a teacher, like that's everything has to have a visual now. Like that's everything you can't just do give someone a kid a text especially i do sixth grade now and like everything has to have every assignment has to have some illustrative element either digitally or you know yeah yeah i'm I'm a teacher dude that's awesome man you're yeah some days some days it is japanese youth oh i teach americans i teach the bratty ones oh (laughs) awesome though man i mean nothing awesome more awesome than being able to shape because i'm seriously he's right super scared of the youth being in charge and the the fact that like you're out there shaping them i think is fucking like dude when i I taught high school we used to read dark Knight returns with my seniors like we bust it out and they would love it you know you get to talk you know um cold war politics you get to i mean it's a beautifully laid out structural story as far as story arcs and stuff like that but back to uh making you smarter i mean that's now we shove these um every text has an illustration on there so i thought that was kind of basic but what i liked is if you go to that article uh in the middle of it they break down like how a panel is read and what's happening in your brain as you're reading the panel so you're actually using more parts of your brain like you have to they they i i'd have to read it back three times to understand kind of follow their graph but they have a really cool graph in there that kind of maps out how your brain works as you move from panel to gutter to panel to gutter um and they talk about how those gutters and all those features of a comic they're 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 hitting something they're hitting something that's like um i guess the word is innate in all humans and how we like problem solving type stuff too yeah as some type of problem solving yeah well (laughs) i was thinking about like this right now i'm teaching my sixth graders a hero's journey you know so we're going through the steps of the hero's journey and stuff like that think about us think about on a daily basis how many story how many stories reading comics and nerd stuff do we internalize that hero's journey you would think that we would be kick have kick-ass lives right <laughs> you think but I, it's so i you know i'm like why am i teaching these kids the hero's journey i had to ask myself that and they always say it's it's to help you like make those connections in your own life and be able to make face you know conquer your your slay your dragons and cross your thresholds and stuff like that there's no one more indoctrinated with that hero's journey than guys like us and guys like the people in the ch- chat uh where you're just hear- seeing that story that arc over and over and over again uh and i wonder what that does to us i wonder if that sets weird expectations on us or i wonder if that helps us in the long run as far as human beings being so familiar with that story and recognizing those patterns now i'm just i said i took one sip of beer and now i'm already rambling man i shouldn't have eaten that bread <laughs> that's what you get with eating the bread it's fermenting so here- behind you 
Here's the obvious question. Uh, when you're teaching the hero's journey, are you talking about Joseph Campbell and Star Wars and stuff like that? Of course. Of course. We always talk about Joseph Campbell um, um, and as the monomyth, you know, and it's, it's fascinating that Joseph Campbell, you know, this is the middle of the last century and it took someone that long to look at thousands of myths and be like, hey, guys, there's some patterns here. I mean, people had recognized those patterns, but no one had come up with a theory that tried to include all those things. That guy was a freaking genius, man. He's really something. And, and if you watch documentaries on him, his quotes are like, they're so great. You can put them on, put them on walls, put them on T-shirts. They're, they're so inspiring. Joseph Campbell. Um, and when you look at pictures of him, so like that, he wasn't like this nebbish, like, and now I'm writing from my ivory tower about stories. He, he was a normal dude. Yeah, yeah. Like and not that. only that, the thing that kind of blows me away is um, it's – and I'm not a big uh, uh, guy that's pro you know, Western religion and stuff like that. But what's interesting about Joseph Campbell is he went from being a guy who was kind of anti-religion to where he started doing his, his journey into the hero's journey and, and all that stuff that took him into being a religious guy, you know, um, and, and they kind of – weave that whole christianity thing interesting in there but that that always interests me to see that that journey too so oh yeah very, very interesting Speaking of uh, comics making you smarter what do you guys think about colleges uh offering you know you have the not graphic novels literature or these i mean they're getting they're starting to get real specific it would be like a whole semester just on alan moore and people are people are flocking to these classes it, is there merit? And I mean, if you graduate with a degree in, you know, they have, you can get degrees that are specifically like pop culture, comic related. They can get very specific these days. I think that's, in my opinion, I think the only reason why I have a problem with that is because, and I'll, I'll use a simple way to explain it. My favorite bands are the bands where each member comes from a different genre of music, right? And that puts together a perfect band. So they always say that, you know, the best people are the guy, the, the smartest guys are the guys who are, you know, a, ma a master of none, but know a little bit about everything. Mm -hmm. So I don't like when people key in on one thing like that, like get right. too, too focused on one thing. They definitely should be learning about Alan Moore. I think that it's, it's, it's a good thing to have. Um, graphic no graphic novels or comic books, especially Alan Moore, um, in into that curriculum. I'm stoked that's there, but I just don't like the microscope on it uh, per se. If you guys could teach a semester class in college on one thing in comics or one author or one artist or one series or whatever it is, what would you what would your uh, what would your course be on? It'd be Jeff Johns Green Lantern. Ooh, uh, I think I would do it on Batman New Fifty Two. I think Watchmen, man. Alan Moore, Watchmen. Nice. Watchmen's gonna always be one of those books that's so just the the message behind it and the its subject matter is just always so gonna dead. be relevant. Yeah, you can you can peel that on your back for yeah. Literally, it would have to be weeks for a semester course. I yeah. think there's a lot of ones you can do. I think you could do. Uh, um, I, think Ennis, I think Garth Ennis's War stuff would be really interesting. Yeah. And um, Claremont would be good. I, anything by Eisner, you know, Eisner is, is another guy that, you know, doesn't get as much credit in the modern comic scene. Yeah. I think Eisner would be great. Um, well, yeah, I, I mean, here's a crazy one. Jeff Smith's bone. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Andy says how shitty Rob Liefeld is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you need a college course for that, brother. 
It will be an interesting, like a business class to talk about the image thing, you know? Like, yeah, like, oh yeah, that would be a course, like the Rebels of Image, where you look yeah. at that break and how each of those people, like you said, are special specialties in different areas and yep. that risk. That's a one giant risk that paid off, but things had to be in place for it to uh, pay off. Before and they knew down. that they had value. They said, hey, yeah. we have value. Let's prove it. And they definitely did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be a cool – Tim brought up a cool thing. We can do a semester on how not to write like Dan Slott. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool because that – fuck that guy. Well, the, only pro- the only problem with the, also the college courses is if uh, if I had a kid and like let's say I was paying them to go to college and they're like, well, I'm the major, I would be like, are you fucking kidding me? You don't need a degree for that. Just go out and write. Right. Draw. What are you paying this money for? You're going to state school, kid. I got I, go to school for writing um, comics. Fuck you. Yeah. It's something that that is kind of interesting about the Dan Slot stuff that you just brought up, and it kind of harkens back to what Ricky Gervais says. Do you think that because of what Ricky Gervais said, we're going to see more of that trickle down, hopefully into comics where we can have people going, fucking keep your politics out of comics, that type of shit. No, I would love I, to see politics stay out of comics. Well, ahead, I mean, man. but then again, politics in what's going on are give us some of our best comic book stories. I yeah, but do it in a way that you're not actually doing. You keep politics yeah. out of comics. You don't have X Men. You can't keep. I don't think you can keep politics out of storytelling. I think yeah. uh, stories are a reflection of the times. Now there are there are on the nose. Sometimes they're too on the nose or too heavy handed. Yeah, they alienate. Um, as long yeah. as they don't alienate. Brian Bendis, Dan Slott, those guys really alienate um, a group of people that are a large section of readers, and they piss people off. Rather There's than a way you can- Alan Moore and okay. and and Chris Claremont. And Neil Adams did it in a way like Kyle's. I'm going to steal Kyle's thunder. Did it in a way that it didn't alienate a group of mm-hmm. people, and actually right. did a better job because instead of by not alienate them, they took those people that might look at it and go, "Fuck, I don't want to read that." They went, "Boy, maybe that guy's got a point." You know what I mean? Like with Neil Adams, the, the way Neil Adams really and, and Denny O'Neill really changed the 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 route comics was taking that was a lot of people weren't seeing that point of view and it made those people go hold on maybe they're they've got something there yeah Uh, but like matt was uh talking about watchmen and you look at uh watchmen you look at dark knight returns i mean it's not heavy on the nose but it's reagan era i mean it's a reaction to reagan era politics and and some of those plot lines in in those in the both those books but it's not so abrasive it's, it's not, not right in your face and they're doing, the, also, it, they're doing they're, it creatively we're watching not, the same thing play out right now in real time though with yeah with what's going on right now and the threat of and the fear of world war three and the yeah. threat of nuclear war and all the stuff that's going on between the united states and iran it, you're watching it all yeah. history repeat itself and it all play out right in front of you but i get you brian and kyle the one thing that i think that maybe that sometimes writers will do that kind of sucks is they'll change the core of a character to fit a political agenda instead of telling a story in which that's in there and i think when you take what's essential about like batman and then you make it more liberal or more conservative because you want to have a slant as opposed to what he did in dark knight returns we put him in a situation where he must deal with like those topical issues without thinking i think that i think that is don't 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 change the core of a character for your personal politics uh yeah. 
praise. Also, don't yeah. change the core of a character just to be different. Um, yes, which we're seeing yeah. a lot of, of course, nowadays. Yeah, to be with, controversial, to be, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, to be. Uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Where they're changing, you know, the religion or the the sexuality. The sexuality, yeah. It's like, come on, this is, you know, you. you is Iceman were... gay? Is he straight or what? Bobby Drake, what are you? Make up your fucking mind. <laughs> yeah, I mean. You don't have to play into it. Like, I, I don't know. I didn't see, I'm sure there was, but you didn't see a major outcry of them wanting a major character, X-Men character to be gay. Like, give them, give them their own. Make your own character. It's you know? lazy. It's lazy storytelling. It's inserting something controversial to have the illusion that you're doing something interesting. Um, no. let the Cena yeah. Grace did actually a pretty good I thought he did pretty good with what he had to do. Well, yeah, when he, but that's you're getting you're getting a uh, gay comic book writer writing a gay character. But he he took one that was not and made it. But I I, I almost think he it well, would have been cooler if he would have created a brand new one. Brian Michael Bendis made him gay, and I know Cena Cena Grace, Grace ran with ran what with he it. had. Yeah, yeah, I, okay. Speaking of politics and comics, I've, I've had this idea for a comic for the last year. And I, want, I, need, I, need, I need you guys writing this with me. I want to do like a graphic novel of Bill Cosby in the 1970s. And I want, I want to <laughs> fill in that gap. I want to use my imagination. What were those nights like? How was he when the cameras were off? I want Bill Cosby on the streets. That's awesome. Cosby wow. on the street. Yeah, I think that would be like a <laughs> like a fun underground in your face like fuck you comic. Like this is Bill Cosby um late night. You need to do like that. a kitchen sink style comic. <laughs> yeah. No, like I think Johnny the Homo style maniac. We might, think, we might have to call him like Bill Bosby, but it'll work, guys. We can get on. Yeah. We can we we can get through the fucking legal fucking boundaries. We're cool. Yeah. No, I, I think see. that's a great idea. Phil Crosby. <laughs> Or a kids book. We could do a children's book. I mean, either. I or. want Brent to narrate it in a <gasps> in a Bill Brent. Cosby voice. <laughs> can you do? Can you do? Can you oh, do a yeah. Bill Cosby? Yeah. He kills it as Bill Cosby, yeah. as Phil Crosby. Phil Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. Do you know who likes comic book? I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> well, at least it's not as bad as Matt trying to uh, be English. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> That's the best. What are you talking you, about? That's, that's going to be key to his Penguin audition, man. He's saving that. He's yeah. working on it. I, I'm, dude, four weeks. You and Mike have four weeks. <laughs> Tony, right? Fucking okay. Here, look. I just did. I'm telling you, Phoenix Comic Con, man, in a panel. It's going to just spontaneously happen in a Couch Cruncher's panel. Hey Siri, oh, how about the Penguin panel when you guys go this summer? Everyone's a Penguin. penguin. It, it's just going to spontaneously happen in the middle of a Couch Cruncher's panel. We just stand up and do it. Are you walk in? Yeah, I walk in. Shirtless, just so, painted up. Two seven twenty, Matt. I put it in my fucking. I had Siri fucking put it in my calendar. I like that during you a Couch Crunchers panel. Everyone in penguin costumes volunteering to be tribute. I volunteer. <laughs> Matt is a penguin. I think we just I volunteer. we just crashed their panel, man. That's all it is. We just crashed their Tinder panel. Hey Siri, bunch of fat guys in, in, in shirtless with that Matt needs to be body penguin. penguin. Or Mike needs to be Penguin. <laughs> yeah, I'm so bummed out that that the con happened. I, I literally get out like every summer, like two weeks, In four weeks after it gets Mike out. I'd love to penguin. go. 
Well, I changed it. She changed. So we it. have the con the that uh, Brandon talked about. Have you guys looked into that at all? No. Yeah, neither. Neither do I. I'm afraid because I'm afraid it's going to end up being like exactly what old man con was. Yeah, yeah, it's a free con, but it's going to be people with overpriced books bringing their overpriced BS and no one can afford it. I don't it. think it's good. I'm hoping it's not going to be that. I hope it's just more regular dealers, more vendors that are just selling their books. Yeah, that'd be nice. I think. But I doubt it. I seriously you know doubt what? It. Old Man Con, they, they had a good idea. I'll tell you right now. Shout out to Fantastic Worlds. They came in guns blazing. Everybody came in with their A game. That's what I'll say about Old Man Con. They came in with their fucking A game. You know what? We're going to bring in our badass books for these poor motherfuckers. Yeah. And well, that's what they, they sold a lot. They sold a lot. So, dude, people were buying books. I just didnn't have the money to buy yeah, the books. Yeah, there was they were Snobsdale and you had dudes in fucking Ferraris and Porsches walking in with blank checks. You know what? And good for them. They chose but, a good place to hold it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't make that kind of I feel, like they should, I feel like they should hold it right next to Barrett Jackson Auto Show at the same time. And just so those two crowds meet. Like the automotive crowd and the comic crowd have to share the same parking lot. Oh, dude. It'd be like a dance battle in the parking lot. <laughs> it's a dance off. Yeah. It'd be like a knife fight at the beginning of Thriller. <laughs> one comic book nerd and one car nerd have to hold what hands the fuck on the are knives. What are you wearing, boy? I guess yeah. my penguin costume. <laughs> yeah. That's my penguin costume. Hey, I'm. Are you part of the right Ford now? Racing team? No, I don't think so. Get out February of here. February 7th. You just keep changing the dates now. No, no, sir. That's four weeks from now. February 7th is four weeks from now. I, I have it in my calendar. It be like a special Valentine's Day episode. <laughs> it should be a Valentine's Day episode. That is a fantastic <laughs> idea. Well, I'm giving you guys till February 7th, and then that. What's I will do it. 7th? What? What? What is Valentine's Day? Friday? Does it fall on a Friday? Please tell me it falls on a Friday. Because I have not. no girlfriend, and I have no prospects of ever getting okay. a girlfriend. Well, so tell me, please, it falls. Hold on. It does February fall on a Friday. It does fall on a Friday. I will do it on Valentine's okay. Day. I'm to get. I, I know you guys, you guys get a loving. Can I be on your Valentine's Day episode? Yes, <laughs> yes, you can. yes, you can. So February fourth. Okay, I'll extend it. It was February seventh, which is a Friday. I'm now giving you guys five weeks. I'll do it. I'll do it for the Valentine's Day episode. 100%. And 100%? Yeah. I'm, okay, I'm going to have Siri change it to February. I will buy the black body paint and the, the oh, nose and everything. My God, I cannot fucking... All right, Mike, your fucking, your fucking card has been called, old man. <laughs> old man. And we'll call the episode... Uh, you can call it Matt Pulls Out the Dating uh, World Forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, this is his swan, his swan song, swan his penguin song, song. Yeah. Oh. His penguin song to, uh, to See, five weeks to perfect it. Yeah, thank you, Travis. And you're gonna yeah. be here February 14th. I'm Put it on your here. calendar. It's a. Fuck you, Corbin. Matt Travis is gonna on, be here. Let's see. I have my notes on butt fucking from earlier, and then I have. <laughs> okay, here we go. February 14th. Done. Man, I mean, thank you. You can't say you at least don't learn something coming on this show. Like, <laughs> you don't get you, at least you get something coming out of here, right? <laughs> I cannot <laughs> wait. Oh my god, I'm so I've never been see excited to see two fat men in my life as I am on February 14th. 
I'm not going out to dinner with my wife. I'm going to be here so I can see two fat men dressed up like the penguin. Well, invite your wife. Poor nice you. Chiante. <laughs> yeah. She'll have to fucking deal. She'll have to. Who wants to go on a Valentine's? It's a Friday. That's it's going to be everything's yeah. going to be booked. You, you go the weekend before or the weekend I the after. Point of, I thought the point of getting married was so you didn't have to do that yeah. stuff like yeah. on Valentine's Day. No. Nope. I, I, this is like a single person. You're like, you know nothing, young man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you right now, after 20 years, February, Valentine's Day is still important. Keeping it, it spicy. I like you it, gotta Kyle. keep it spicy. I know. Keep it. It you know what keeps it spicy? Fucking booze. 2020 is my year. I, I, I like to imagine that Kyle uh, and I'm sure your lovely wife sit around and pull out all his uh, Scott Campbell covers and just to make it sexy. Like, let's get it sexy in here and just lay out all like the big breasted oh, 90s Scott she Campbell. She loves covers. it when I break it down the comments. <laughs> some danger, it makes some danger so girls hot. out there, you know, <laughs> some battle chasers. And it comes to comics, she <laughs> gets so hot. Mike from Good Looking says, I'd love to take you on a Valentine's Day, baby, but I gotta be half naked on a podcast. <laughs> That's ex- I just, I have Michael is- South says, I just told my wife no Valentine's Day plans this year. <laughs> so what I have to tell my wife is, sorry, honey, we can't go out to dinner. I have to see two half-naked men. <laughs> That'll be the episode right there that gets absolutely canceled. We're kicked off YouTube, demonetized forever. <laughs> Strikes like crazy. Channel deleted. Two and a half fat. We got fat penguin men. Oh, no fat call-in. No fat call-in. Nope. It's going gonna, it's gonna to have fat Matt. Oh my god, I cannot wait and to see you shirtless like with black. Your, your wife's on already in, dude. She's watching. She's watching on YouTube right now. She's or on Facebook right now. She's already in. She's laughing. <laughs> she's good for it. She knows. She's watching. Hold on, yeah. I'm gonna switch over. She knows. I love my wife. She's so awesome. She she just said she knows there's no Valentine's Day planners this year because you're gonna be searching for two fat men. You just you just <laughs> let every the whole world know. <laughs> she has to work anyway, but yes, I love you, honey. Two fat men dressed as the penguin. Searching for two fat men. You don't have to do that. You see, he's puts in T and then Google fill in the rest based on his previous searches. <laughs> like T. That's the sign of an awesome wife is when she understands you have to podcast to look at two half-naked men yeah. in paint. Not a great, not great water cooler talk for her on that Monday, though. So what did you do for Valentine's Day? Well, <laughs> well, Sorry, let me my- tell you this. <laughs> that, that's going to be an episode for all of you guys listening on Monday. That's going to be an episode you're not going to want to miss. You're going to make sure you're here for, for that episode on February 14th because it's going to be a going to be a shocker. Mike, I'm going to make fun. I'm going to make fun too. There we right, go. Yeah. Mike, you better be ready, buddy. Because you're. What would you here. do on a Valentine's Day, Nubia? Yeah, my husband had to see two fat naked men painted with a uh, with black suit and act like the penguin. So we didn't get to go out. <laughs> yeah, she's stoked. I, have, I don't know if it's because I'm drunk, but right now I have no shame. I'll do it. I don't care. Dude, you've already said it. You have I, to do it. I will do it. Because if you don't, you have to wear a big black dildo on your head. I'll, dude, it doesn't stop me. It's, so does Mike. Yeah. I'm waiting for Black confirmation Dilda. from Mike. Mike from Grizzle Geek has went radio silent. He said no. He said he's down. He already said he's, he's down. Scared. He does not want to wear a black dildo on his head. <laughs> Mike's not scared because he already photoshops himself shirtless and everything on fa- on the YouTube, anyways. 
I don't think Mike's scared. Mike's got no fear. Oh, this is gonna be fantastic, dude! I cannot wait to see you guys. Where did this fucking... come? What 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 happened here tonight? What do you mean? That happened Wait, on Colin Farrell. It's Colin, it's, Colin, it's fucking it's skinny Colin ass. started it. It's skinny, it's Colin's skinny <laughs> ass. I got everyone into this predicament. It was skinny Colin. <laughs> fucking skinny Colin Farrell. It's man. the fucking the top skinny of the. Colin the Farrell, fuck me again! <laughs> it's the title of the episode. <laughs> You're the one who titled it. Fucking. I did. I did. You're right. <laughs> Mike says me scared to be shirtless. I'll do it. Fuck now, jig- and, then just, and now jiggle, jiggle more. <laughs> you like, guys uh, both have to go like this. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like this. <laughs> the day the internet died, we were singing by. <laughs> and you gotta have to sing the. Lo- you're gonna have to hum the love boat thing. Oh, Tim says penguin body paint and use your umbrella to pop some champagne bottles. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. It's actually not a bad thing to pop champagne with. I feel like that would be a pretty dope thing if you're penguin popping uh, bottles with umbrellas. If that's a saber, like the canes that come out with the swords. Oh, even better. Even better. Uh, Dude, I have no fear. You can marry Uh, Poppy. Any... Anything else crazy happen in uh, in our in our world? I was looking at the things that you talked about. Um, Paul Dano. What do you guys think about the Save by the Bell reboot? All right, dumpster fire. It's so funny that they uh, they have this this uh, like we were talking about earlier. Zach, you know, they gotta, back, Jack. Yeah, they got to they got to throw that the transsexual person in there. But my favorite part is that. Not only do they do that, they give he, he she, whatever, uh, Zer, Zim, um, producer credits right off the bat. Yeah. So mm. no longer is it, do you have to have just a, 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 you know, a good smile and dimples. You, you, you gotta have a, you know. Um, you gotta have it all. You gotta have both. Yeah. You gotta, you have, gotta have it all. Yeah. Full package. They call it the full package. Yeah. The, the full, what do they call it? The full English? The full Monty. <laughs> Yeah. yeah um does all right so how do we feel about say by the bell like growing up like did everyone watch it i mean i love it there's only, yeah. there was only like day. five yeah. there's only like six shows for us back then so it was like yeah say by the bell say so, by the bell married with children will can you, fresh can you, can you go through a fucking bottle of champagne so i plan on bringing out the saber sorry i had to do it because kyle just savored off a bottle uh i um right so does everyone, can everyone remember like a favorite episode Oh, oh yeah, everybody's yeah. favorite episode. Saved by the Bell. I'm so excited. Yeah, right? where she's all hopped up on caffeine. Yeah, pills. right. Which is on the caffeine pill. Yeah. Any time that Zach Morris talked on his fucking gargantuan cell phone was awesome. I like. I like the, the Zach, was the Zach attack his band when they yeah. would be playing. Yeah, yeah. I like the that was that was the same episode, wasn't it? Huh. Yeah. College yeah. humor, someone that does uh, Zach Morris as, as trash, worst person in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they go back and just replay the re outline the plot <laughs> of, of the episodes and how much of a jackass he was. Do you remember? Uh, I forgot the actor's name, uh, but remember Dead Man on Campus? That movie, no. the movie called Dead Man on Campus. Oh, that was God. fucking Zach Morris. Yeah, yeah, it's the, the Mark Paul Gossler. Yeah, uh, Paul Gossler was, um. 
the whole concept was if your roommate dies in college, you automatically get A's for that semester. So he was failing. So he was trying to get his roommates to commit suicide. And so he was moving on with people. Anyways, that's a non sequitur. Back to favorite Save by Bell episodes. <laughs> well, do you remember the big rumor that's going around in the 90s that he was killed in a car accident? No. Zach Morris. Dude, it's like it's like that uh the Mandela effect type thing. Like I remember that going around like Berenstein, Berenstein, you know, oh. Nelson Mandela died in prison. Mandela effect, man. Uh, there was one that I that really gets me about Mandela effect and that that I totally remember even before the Mandela effect. I remember hearing that Jack Palance, the guy that was in uh, City Slickers, City Slickers. The old guy, I remember hearing that he died like two decades ago, right after City Slickers. And I think that guy just died recently or might still be alive. So that was one that I always remembered. Wow, that is a fucking jug of it. Fresh crown. How big is the uh, crown royal bottle on that with that 1. guy? 1.75 liters, bitches. Jesus. You might need a blowtorch instead of a saber for that one. That's oh. it. <laughs> This um, was like 80% full. Only all right. So, so uh, Saved by the Bell, ladies, Who? What, what's everyone's flavor? Kelly oh, Kelly, yo. Kelly yeah. Kapowski. Oh, wow. Cross the board. Hands down. <laughs> 90210 Kelly Kapowski. Woo. Tiffany. Was that Tiffany oh, my. Dude, I was watching an episode this morning of that. Oh, she was so hot in that that series, man. Like I, I you know, Lisa <laughs> Turtle. Lisa Turtle does it for me, too, but she's a little too what? stuck up. Yeah. Little really? stuck up, yeah. Hold on. My wife just texted me and said, I have to stop popping in and listening to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> she always has she has great timing of when not to be on the show. The, yeah. the episode where Zach and uh and AC Slater are gonna fight is a good one too. That's not every episode. I like the um when Screech uh joins the wrestling team and AC Slater has to let him win and everyone's just like oh! yes! <laughs> Or Mr. Belding was uh, didn't get enough. He was he was great as a teacher. Now I appreciate that little fucker. Like, and this guy is just trying to do his job. First of all, he's way too close to those kids. He was yeah, the only those five kids. You have a whole school. Spread your love. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, spread your love. Yeah, he's Good like. Good morning, Miss Bliss. <laughs> yeah. Actually, what what was her name? Um, she came in later. That was that was my my crud. Like. It was Kelly Kapowski until she came in later. The leather jacket chick. Yeah. The Scientology uh, chick. She went to, they went to Hawaii and they yeah. met the uh, girl from King of Queens. Yeah. 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 yeah she, cause she worked at the, uh, she worked uh, at the, the hotel. Resort. Yeah. yeah. The resort. So by the time they went to Hawaii and filmed that, they were probably all in like the early twenties. Right. Imagine what, orgy fuck fest that shoot must have been it was it fantastic been i guarantee it, it must have been just drinking it must have been a shit show you know um i, I remember when do you remember when uh, mark paul gossler took over for ricky schroeder on nypd blue yes he, and he was awesome on nypd yes. blue he was fucking great on that show so it was ricky schroeder though that show was good nypd blue every every everybody that was on that show was good the Save God. the Max episode too. That's a that's a good one. Good shit. What they have this, talking they about. have this uh, bar in LA. They they decked out to look just like the Max, and they open it up only up a couple of times a week. I guess it's booked from like two years out because people Hell's are just want to spend time in the Max. 
Yeah, I'm not surprised. Remember the guy that used to run the match? That Max, the that guy, the guy would always do like pull shit up. Yeah, the guy was creepy, man. Uh, yeah, they had a bunch of creepy adults in the world. Mr. Bell did like a like a like a save by parents in all these fucking shows. Didn't they do like another save by the bell with always out of town? Bob Golick. To what? Remember that? Oh yeah, the college years. There was a college years one, right? Well, no, it was like a different cast though. Yes, Tori. Thank you, Tim, for fuck's sake. Ah, well done. Yeah. Yes, Tori. Good God. I like to someone someone to turn like the theme song into a monologue. You know, like where like. Uh, what what's happening again? Like I, I wake up in the morning. Like I wake up in the morning. My alarm gives out a warning. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever make it on time. You know, like I, I want Christopher Walken. William do, Shatner. Uh, yeah, William Shatner. Yes, Shatner. that's it. <laughs> Shatner does this <laughs> Save by the Bell theme as a monologue. That'd be fantastic. Oh. That was an awesome show, and you know what? Honestly, they shouldn't fucking reboot it because that show is fucking great. For anybody that's our age, seventeen, it was it's fucking great. Yeah, someone, like, someone in the chat he, said it's uh, "Say by the Bell" new class. I think is what you're talking about, Brian. Yeah, that I mean, from "Good Morning Miss Bliss" to "Say by the Bell," anybody that's in our age bracket, we've watched every episode five times, six times. Yeah, it was fucking fantastic. And I and you know Screech went on Howard Stern. And he said he's got a schlong. When he fucking takes a shit, his schlong falls into the water. <laughs> Dust I'm just diamond. putting that out there. Dustin Diamond. But yeah, but think about it. Like the hottest your your teen crushes, girl. If you grew up in the '90s, it was like Winnie Cooper, Topanga Lawrence, and um, Kelly Kapowski. Man, like it's that was it. I always I never liked Winnie Cooper. I thought Winnie Cooper was ugly. Man. Really? Oh, dude. Yeah. Dude, I didn't want to go to karate because it was on the same night as Wonder Years, so I can watch Winnie Cooper. I quit karate for fucking Winnie Cooper, <laughs> and she didn't I, even fucking you, give a shit. You, that's can dedication. Cut, bro. Can you cut that quote out, please? That's great. I quit karate for Winnie Cooper. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be a you know what? My parents still make fun of me to this day. For quitting karate to watch Wonder Years and Winnie Cooper. I like to imagine that Kyle gets the shit beat out of him and mugged. And he calls his parents and goes, I just got mugged. He's like, well, you shouldn't have fucking quit karate for Winnie Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> you got Fred Savage, man. We call that being Fred Savage. You got Savage. I want to go to karate, mom. I want to watch Winnie Cooper and Wonder Years. And of course, I'm sure everyone remembers that the whole... Uh, Paul from the Wonder Years was a uh, Marilyn Manson thing that went That's around. the stupidest shit ever. He was not. <laughs> but was he? Dumb. Was he not? <laughs> he wasn't. Stupid rumors. Doesn't look nothing like him. Topanga, the hottest girl on TV that would never put out. She's still fucking hot. Have you seen pictures of her recently? She's yeah. still fucking hot. She is. I love you, Topanga. I love you, Topanga. <laughs> Good looking because I'm too old for this conversation. I was an adult when all these girls were on TV. I'm thinking what are you back talking to about you're the same to, age as us, Crystal Geek. Thinking Sorry. back to Boy Meets World and that and uh, that relationship, you're like, oh, you're, I can follow along. But if you if it was real life and you know those people, how annoying would that couple be? Like the high school sweethearts and who now you're in college with, and you're like, hey, let's go to this like keg party, and they're like, no, we got this. Dumb, like you're like, oh fuck. No, I'd be throwing shit at him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Fuck you. And why are you hanging out with your teacher all the time? Like, this guy is always fucking weird. (laughs) Yeah. And every high school had that. I was too stoned to notice. Too too stoned to notice? (laughs) Uh, Yep. Every high school had that. As a teacher, the last thing I want to do is like, hey, guys, what are you guys doing? You want to hang out later? Yeah. Are you sure you don't want to hang out? Well, nowadays, that's how you get in trouble. Yeah. You want me to just like lurk? You want me to just like lurk around you guys and help you with your social problems? I can do that. I, I go. I walk around the hall. Like, you guys have having girl troubles? I got lots of good advice. I got lots of good advice. Nowadays, more teachers are like, are like Bradley Cooper in The Hangover. Yeah, I like, love that scene. <laughs> I love that scene. <laughs> it's the weekend, Matt. Or whatever the I don't know you. I, I don't, don't know, know you. you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know you. Don't ask me fucking money. questions. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it is. Nowadays, if you're, seen, if you're a teacher and you're seen with a student outside of the school, you're getting investigated. Oh, I don't even, I don't even let them alone in the classroom with me, no matter what gender or age they are i'm like no 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 no. let's go out in the hallway and have this conversation <laughs> i need witnesses yeah i need i need some witnesses to I need you to look up at that camera i need you to like show both hands to know show that you are safe <laughs> uh, so uh real quick too um kind of looking at the list here so uh i'll what disney list? plus is putting mean potatoes time it's yep. mean potatoes time disney plus is putting a lot of uh Fuck you, Disney. In um, Scarlet Witch and WandaVision and... That was so 90 minutes ago. I know, leading up to Doctor Strange. What do you guys think the fact that uh, Kevin, you know, we we thought Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, it was pitched to us as a horror film. Kevin Feige came out a couple days ago and was like, nope, not going to be a horror film. And then as of today, the director leaves. I'm kind of bummed. I like the fact that I thought it was going to be a horror movie. I... I thought it was going to be fun. I thought that was a cool concept because at the time, New Mutants weren't doing it because they had already told us that it was. But the fact that they were going to do I thought it was cool. And I'm kind of bummed now. Yep. It would probably be the biggest budget horror movie if it was at that point, right? It would be be kind of cool to see like what you can do with horror at that big of a scale. For real. Like, because most horror movies are kind of cheesy, like, and they're kind of low budget. So to have like this to have this Marvel Disney budget to make a horror movie, I think I I think it would I think it would be great. Plus, I think Cumberbatch could play that off well. I think he could make that turn, and it's his character his character hasn't goofed wait, off too wait, much, so he wait, can wait. still keep that genre. I kind of very much felt like though with the way they're talking about WandaVision leading up into Multiverse of Madness. Makes me I'm feel tired like of hearing gonna, about Wanda. They're gonna fully go like House of M, where she's gonna like just fuck everything up and that's why they're putting her as the strongest mutant right now and they're positioning her for that role that makes sense. i agree I, that makes there's small wants this free giveaway i got this and this is a free part of it so it's kind of like a digital download i will give this away as if because i got it for free with something oh uh, kyle i don't know be frugal. be frugal i will give this away with it there you go oh woo-hoo. First person to message me gets Walking Dead. Fear the Walking Dead shit because I bought something and I got free with it. And I don't want you to spend money. Here it is. Oh, like keep going. <laughs> I like how the can <laughs> drops in the background. 
I'm knocking <laughs> shit over because I'm drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard of dropping the you mic. I've heard of dropping the can. Once Kyle is Fuck drunk. dropping the mic. I'm dropping the can. <laughs> fucking hammered, boys. Yeah. That's the second one. Dude, I've drinking so much whiskey. It's insane. Um, but uh, so, c- c- what do you guys think of uh, Christian Spit Bale out, being man. cast in, uh, in Thor Love and Thunder? And who do you think he's playing? What's the over under on him playing uh, Beta Ray Bill? That means he's going to be voicing it. He's not going to be playing it. I think he's going to play the. I think that he's going to probably be like a. I, I'm I pretty sure like a last minute scene where he's going to be uh, that character in in uh, God of Thunder that carries around the Necro Sword. What's that guy's name? God Butcher. Oh, no, no, yeah, no, no. the God Butcher. Yeah. I. My notes. I have. Who do I want him to play? God Butcher. Yep. That's oh my, my favorite. God. My all time favorite storylines, man, is Me that too. God Butcher. We found each other. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Did you guys yeah. just become best friends? Yeah, I think so. We're going to do karate in the basement. I totally think so. <laughs> you can't come, Kyle, because you don't know karate. Because of yeah. Winnie Cooper. Fuck Winnie Cooper. I quit so I could fucking uh, watch Winnie Cooper. <laughs> you could have been invited, but you fucked up. <laughs> you, you, you you went with your heart light. God damn it. Yeah, I, I, I think that's um, that's who I'd want him to play. Because I Christian Bale, I mean... You can, you could, the guy transforms into anything. Um, He's an awesome actor. Yeah. I really think he is. And if you're going to do someone like the God Butcher, you're going to have prosthetic, uh, prosthetics or CGI. And I feel like he's a strong enough actor. He can emote through that. And you don't so think he's going to be Beta Ray Bill? Oh, it could be. Yeah. I was just talking about who you don't think I, so. I don't think so. I, I think not. Beta Ray Bill is going to be a cameo. Yeah. That movie's got too much going on with, with, I think he's gonna Thor. play. I think he's gonna play a Groot type character that's just a voiceover. That's what I think he's gonna do. That could be it too, because he's a busy guy. Because he's fucking busy. He's, <laughs> he's a busy guy because he's fucking busy. That's a great. That's, that's another clip. one. That's a clip. You know what? Hey, mark you guys this time welcome. down, somebody. I don't know what time it is, but it's like it's there. Two and a half hours in. Uh, Andy Lindquist says he needs a carabiner. Is Andy Lindquist in fucking Facebook? He's on Facebook, yeah. Andy, get fucking over to YouTube. I know. Join so I can see what you're saying. Guys, what? Big, yeah, you know what? Big shout out to Andy because Andy is one of the very first people that ever truly reached out to, to us. Big shout out to the 10, 11 people in chat. Let's get those likes up, boys and girls. Let's let's get those likes up. If you're Fuck those having likes. a good Just time, enjoy let's, hanging let's out get those with like us. buttons smashed. Let's Fuck those like buttons smashed. Just enjoy hanging out with us. Shut the, Don't <laughs> listen to fucking Matt. Just enjoy kicking it with us like we're friends. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm going to promote my podcast. Fucking like the smash button. <laughs> Fuck that. Just hang out with us and have Smash that like button, son. Fuck that <clears throat> shit. Just have fun with your friends and fucking kick it with us on a podcast. Smash that yeah. like button like Kyle Shut on the smash Woody Cooper. Don't fucking listen to Matt. Listen to Who me. Who gives a shit about smashing the like button? What does that really fucking do? Listen to me. Honestly, what does smash the like button? If we get the like button up to to 10 likes, I'll give away Joker. A digital copy of Joker. Oh my god, I bought a comic. I'm gonna give away a free fucking digital. Oh, we got a dislike because Kyle's rambling and running his mouth. That is not (laughs) why people gave it a fucking a fucking dislike. (laughs) Ring the bell. 
<laughs> like, you're giving away something you bought for free. Hey, don't fucking tell people they have to, to fucking accomplish a task. Listen to me, motherfucker. If you want to give away something to somebody, at the end of the give day, give it away. A digital copy or not, if they went online, they would still have to buy it. So they're getting a $20 DVD. Who cares what fucking Matt says? <laughs> they're, getting a tw- <laughs> they're getting a $20 DVD for free. They're getting a $20 DVD for free, you prick. God damn, does he keep fucking rant? <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. Are we talking? Hey, uh, Matt, are we talking high def here? Let's sell this bad boy. Is this high yeah, def? What are we talking is. about? What's the pixel rate on this bad boy? It is high def. <laughs> Kyle even shut his camera off. Device not connected. I like Kyle because when he drinks and he gets angry, he does the old-fashioned movie like sloshing of the drink. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Like you're like fifi phoning it. You're like, ah! I love it. You know what? If you're going to give something away for free that you did, just give it away. Don't fucking have people do hey, something for that it. That is the name of the fucking game. No. Okay. Then give something for real away. All right. So then, okay. Something fucking physical. Let's do it right now. Give away the movie and the digital download. I'll give away all kinds of cool shit. Fuck everybody. Give it away then. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. Give hey, it away you know then. what? How's this? I'll give this away. No, you won't. God damn, what the fuck did I just say? <laughs> did I say, oh, I'm not going to give this away? I, I said, no. All right, give I it said, away then. I'll give this away. Cut to like Kyle reaching behind and starting, he's starting to pull off like things off his shelf. He's like, oh, I don't give this away. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if we get like, if everybody smashes the like button, I'll give this fucking comic away. Just smash the like button. If we can get fucking 10 likes, I'll give this fucking comic. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, oh, I didn't need to. Mute, I didn't mean to meet you. That time. I didn't mean to meet you. But if we get ten likes in the fucking chat, I fucking totally give this fucking. There comic you go. Away. There you go. Ten likes. There you go. I'm gonna give that comic away. Aren't you glad you came on tonight, Travis? Don't you? Don't yeah. you wish you so, had so much it, better it, stuff to do? I don't give a fuck. This shit is fun. How many fucking <laughs> podcasts are like this? Fucking zero. Probably a lot. We had. <laughs> Actually, there's probably like four, but really zero. <laughs> you know what? You could get all the goddamn boring shit that we talk about all the time, but you know what? Do you really get all this extra fucking banter? This week in a very special episode of Saved by the Bell. <laughs> Good Geek get- says you need to film the morning after hungover regret reaction. I get I what get away. Hungover. I don't get hungover. That's fucking stupid. That's for fucking pansies. You had something about the defenders on here, right? <laughs> yes. Way to bring it. Did back. we really talk about that shit? Bring it, bring <laughs> it back. No. So they're they're trying to bring back the defenders. Um, they want to recast. Nobody fucking cares. <laughs> All right, they want to recast the defenders and bring back. Nobody cares. Still, everyone cares. They want to bring back all the originals. Nobody cares. Okay. They want to bring back all the original people. <laughs> they want to bring back all the original uh, Marvel casted people already. 
If you're listening, your iPod, your iPod yeah. is not out of control. There is a uh, <laughs> battle of wills happening. <laughs> Kyle is pitting his karate mute skills against <laughs> Matt's penguin prowess uh, in a battle of who can kick who out the quickest. I am your commentator, Travis Rats of Comic Exposure. <laughs> I'd say I like nice shameless plug. I appreciate. I loved. I loved his shameless plug when when Brandon was in here, and he introduced himself and his show like just a shameless plug, and it was it was gold. Travis Rats coming exposure here. Question on the backside. Very very professional. Like I agree with you, Tim. What giveaway? Just give away free shit that you got that you paid for. I'll give away a copy of. Avengers Infinity War, digital adult. Oh my god, copy. a movie that came out fucking forever hey, ago. Type one in the chat god if you want to win Avengers Infinity War. We should all bow down to Matt. The fucking, I'm gonna give away Infinity War. Like nobody hey. has that fucking movie. Well, uh, Brian's oh giving god. away Brian's giving away puppies. So <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I feel so bad yeah, about that one. That's fine. Twenty dollars <laughs> on Infinity War. Yes, I like what God, Tim just everybody. said. Please stand by as absolute geeks experiencing egotistical difficulties. <laughs> oh, Matt's giving out Infinity War. All right, shut up. <laughs> Type one in the chat if you want to win a free digital download of uh, fucking Joker right now, and let's get this over with. So Kyle shuts up. <laughs> Here's what I want. I want the original Defenders. Uh, I want like the Doctor Strange, Hulk, Namor, and Silver Surfer. I think that would be cool. Hey, it looks They're like I was outsiders. the first person to write. I want Joker, so I guess give it to I me. Didn't, I didn't. I'm with say you, Matt. I, I want, want the original defenders. Or Travis. I said type one. I'm with you too, Travis. It's got to be the, the whole thing. There you so go. What Andy we, just won. When we think about the defenders, Andy what doesn't makes- count. <laughs> What makes them different is that they're all like people who would normally only work solo. Yes. And that's like the idea. So it's a little bit spiny squad, but yeah, it's I like the idea of like how is Namer gonna get along with Doctor Strange and Hulk and all that stuff like that. So that I think has to be a key ingredient if you do that. They all have to be that. And I hope they don't just take the old Marvel Netflix characters, put them together and like read, you know, do something with that. I'm, I'm kind I, of done with those. I guys. agree 100. Yeah. Are they saying they're done with the Marvel those those Netflix characters? They're actually no, bringing they're back bring Daredevil back, and yeah. Defenders. I think yeah, Daredevil was that the key part of the article, right, Matt? It was like Daredevil might show up in this. Yeah, game. they're talking about bringing back Daredevil. There's a lot of rumor that he's going to be in Spider-Man three, playing his uh, Peter Parker's lawyer. Um, they're talking about bringing back all the original Defenders, D'Onofrio back as Kingpin. They want to retain that would all cool. of those people. Who? I like him playing the lawyer in Spider-Man 3. I think that would be really neat. I think that D'Onofrio, one of his best roles was as Kingpin. That was one of my favorite parts in that whole thing. Yeah. That and the spell. It. That motherfucker's a good actor, too. Yeah. I remember when I went and saw uh, The Cell for the first time thinking that was one of the best movies I'd ever seen. That book, that movie was so good, man. And he did such a good job in that. He so was good. badass in Men in Black. Yeah, he was actually good in Men in Black. Dude, he, it was awesome. Yeah. It was one of the, like, like I say about Joaquin Phoenix and Joker, him in Men in Black was one of the ones where you didn't see him as him. He was that character. Yeah. He completely transformed. Fucking Joker. That movie fucking sucks. 
<laughs> Dude, I, I watched it again, and I watched it at home, watched it on DVD. Movie fucking sucks. Joaquin Phoenix is a great actor. Don't get me wrong. That motherfucker is probably one of my favorite actors, except for getting arrested because he has to protest. Fuck him. He's still one of my favorite actors. He's one of those people, like I've said before, is when he plays a role, you don't see Joaquin Phoenix. You see that role that he's playing, and there's very few actors that do that. And he does that, and I fucking give him props, except when he gets arrested for protesting. <laughs> well, I think it's been so long since I wasn't a huge fan of that, that, that movie either. I didn't dislike it, but I didn't understand all the accolades until I started thinking about it. And I was what, like, You didn't like Joker? I wasn't a huge fan, no. Welcome um, to the club, buddy. I like him even more now, Travis. It was, I think it was, it's been so long since we had a taxi driver or a mean streets or a movie that kind of fit a specific type of genre. It's been, it's been a while since we had one. And so basically we're recycling that style and tone of movie, but now there's a whole new generation that's never been exposed to that. They've never seen a taxi driver or a mean streets or anything like that. And so when they're seeing it, they're like, this is revolutionary. You're like, well, I think you may be giving it, too much credit. It's not, it's kind it's of not regurgitated. As, it's not as innovative as all mm -hmm. the accolades would suggest. That would be my thing. It I wasn't horrible. It wasn't horrible, but um, I don't think I'll watch it again unless I get a free digital copy of it, of course. Uh, yeah, I'll never oh, watch it again. Give it out, Matt. Give it out. <laughs> I'm trying to, and you keep begrudging me. I'll Fine, definitely want to watch it again. Who won it? You said Andy won it, right? No, he won. I don't even know he anymore. Won. I don't even know anymore because... God, you're not paying attention. What kind of fucking host are you? <laughs> I'm a drunk host. Yeah. God, there can't be two drunk hosts. Well, man. tonight there is. I can be the only and drunk. I didn't host. even play the drunk drinking game tonight. The drunking game. I didn't. Even, you know so what? Let's. Oh let's my let God. Be I can't guest. play the drunking Shut game. Let, I'm acting like I'm drunk. I'm mad. I'm not gonna play the drunking game. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, man. And just what? host the so, show. Do Travis. what you're supposed to do and host the show. <laughs> we'll let Travis decide how we're going to give it out. And then we'll, that's what we'll do. Okay. How are we giving it out, Travis? Oh, we got... I, I don't see the live comments in here, so I don't see any of that stuff. Um, Log into YouTube. Oh, okay. So that makes sense. You got to have a separate thing <laughs> open. All right. Um, let's see. Um <laughs> I cannot wait for you to be back. I think I think, I think I think you need. Uh, I think I think it has to go down to a classic old trivia contest question, but it has to be an absolute trivia question. I got you. Absolute, you absolute trivia genius. Question, right? Do it. So it has to it has to be in the last year. Oh, you're talking to me. I'm talking to you. <laughs> uh, I don't. Do I? Can I come up with a? Um, oh man, I'll put you on the trivia, spot. You I'll go with. Um, all right, here we go. Uh, we'll pick a question on. It's going to be easy. I feel like it's too easy though. It's never too easy. Okay, so it's the first person to type it in. Um, what horrible Batman title is Corbin's favorite? Oh, Gotham by Gaslight. That's too easy. Yeah, that's that's way too easy. You said you guys, you guys, you guys run the show, so you guys come up with a trivia question. No, no, no. I, mean, I like that. Yeah. First person to write Gotham by Gaslight. <laughs> you gave the answer. You, and gotta, you just give the answer away. Yeah, <laughs> schmuck. Everybody knows it. There's no schmucking about it. Let Brian come up with a question. How about let's see here. Let's do what was 
Well, Brent's getting... nickname. On wait, wait, wait. Start on again. What's his... Brent's name on the show? That's Ooh. easy, too. Yes. Who did Brent play on the show that one time? And yep. Tim, you can't win. First one in. Yep. Get so what is Brent's nickname on the show? I was going to say with the Morbius trailer coming out next week, the first one that Come came, on, you can't have too many questions. No, no, no. We picked up Brian's. First person to write what Brent. Was, what was the, my lawyer's name that we had your to lawyer. contact? Your lawyer? He wasn't your lawyer. Well, he was, your it was a psychologist. Therapist. My psychologist name that your we had to contact. It's also my accountant and also yeah. my, yard boy, my, my yard boy. No, no. First person Bird to write King. <laughs> We're all just looking at the chat like, come on. Furry King. <laughs> I can't believe nobody is getting this. Yeah. This oh question is God. has a $20 value on it. Spelling does count. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't uh, know. Uh, there was anybody who uh, is on that was around for that one. Yeah, there's got to be other than Tim, Tim, right? Tim knows it. I just I cut him off at the knees. Yeah. Chad doesn't know. You got a follow-up uh, question? Guys are killing me. All right, let's do with. I don't, um, I don't think your listeners can do another week of the digital download conversation. So you got to get no, rid of that. Yeah, it's got to be done. Yeah. It's got to be done yeah. tonight. It's got to be done tonight. Okay, let's go with um be <laughs> a grizzle geek. What is the biggest podcast by weight? Um let's go with what did Matt give? Nobody knew Mark Bunt. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. What kind of fucking fans are you? I'm just playing to love all you guys so yeah. much. What did let's do this? Um, what Which kind score did Matt give? <laughs> oh, this is gonna be fucking easy, too. Well, well, what, what, Captain what, Marvel, <laughs> what score did Matt give Captain Marvel after he saw it? If nobody gets this, I'm leaving. I'm done for the night. Me too. I, honestly, I'm going to stop drinking and go to sleep. <laughs> I don't think that's my choice, bro. <laughs> no, it's because I have to. Honestly, it's, you're way too fucking late, Chad, with Mark Bunt. I already gave the answer away. You're fucking disqualified. I'll see you at 1230 tomorrow. I have to count that one. Tim says, what the fuck, Kyle? You're cutting into my money. Because he put in the chat, if anyone wants to PayPal me some money, I can give you the answer. Really? Really? Uh. Him. You guys fucking suck. It's 9.8, goddammit. <laughs> God. Oh my god. Nobody wants Joker, apparently. I told you, nobody likes giving free digital downloads. No. It's stupid. Okay. Well, uh, I think that's the show for the night. <laughs> no, we're what giving away talk? this fucking download. All what right, are you talking uh, about, Brian? Yeah, yes, have you guys, you're right. Have you guys talked about your most treasured comic books? 
three cushions and a throw pillow. You, you know what my my no, I was going to say that. Could, that could be a trivia question, but I'm just going to say it. Oh, I think I think everybody knows. Well, what mine should be. Ask it then. then it's a, you know what? Giveaway. Somebody can giveaway. tell me my most treasured giveaway. My most treasured. Your most treasured giveaway. Huh? <laughs> That's the Walking Dead. Okay, wait, hold on. God damn it! It's right Listen, here. gentlemen, if you know Kyle's most treasured comic book, please put it in the chat, and you can win yourself up to a twenty dollars value on the Joker. Digital download code only. <laughs> his most treasured comic book in his collection. <laughs> Three cushions and a throw pillow. <laughs> I thought we were playing What Wild and Crazy Kids. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> you know what? I think our audience is like, fuck free shit. We don't want nothing yeah. from you assholes. <laughs> That's awesome. That's okay, so here, awesome. look, this is it. What's Corbin's new nickname? It was a fucking week ago. If you don't got it now... And mentioned on the episode today yeah. earlier. And mentioned on tonight's episode. <laughs> and it was mentioned on Spinner Rack if you listen to that Tuesday. That show sucks. You suck. Anyways. Mm. That show sucks. Yeah, okay. Anyways. I know you're proud of it, but that yeah. show sucks. It's entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> that serves an incorrect statement. Anyways, I know, Michael right? Stout won. Michael Stout there won. There it is. Thank you, Michael Stout. There, there it is. Enjoy. Please send the last, please, Michael, please send the last four digits of your social security yeah. number, followed by your address and your driver's and license. Your pet's first, you and, your pet, and your first pet's name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know there didn't want to be a test. Um, and I guess the first person to that's it. Whoa, we did that. Yeah, that yeah, was good job. That was, that was weeks ago. Uh, so the digital download of Joker, Matt. Good job. Yeah, there you go. Congrats, Michael Stout. And I guess the first person to throw a one in the chat will get a free copy of Avengers Endgame. The first person oh, to put wow. a two will get a Walking Dead keychain and stepdad um, dog tag. Hey, look. Did we give it away? Yes, we finally did. We gave it away. We gave it away now. There you go. All right. TK421, you, you're good. You got endgame. Congratulations. Yeah, you don't want to start the new year with that burden on your back, guys. Good job, Darren. Good job. Do you, feel, do you feel lighter? Do you feel lighter as a podcast now yeah. that you've got those two official downloads? Great show, so gentlemen. You, you yeah. gave away – what did you just give away? Endgame, right? Joker and endgame, yeah. <laughs> to the same person? No. Yep. Oh, Michael Stout got Joker, and, yeah. and Darren got Endgame. Yeah, there you go. Sweet. So who wants to win this? First person to write Nobody. three. Nobody. It's this fucking dumbass Fear the Walking Dead dog tag, and it's dumbass Fear the Walking Dead um, mountain climbing thing that says... It says 9.8. It says not for climbing. You going to pay postage on that, Kyle? No, I do that shit for free. <laughs> Andy I'm says part. three. Who did? Andy Lundquist says three. I love you, Andy. I will send that shit to Andy, you. You just got yourself a sweet prize. You know what, Andy? I'm gonna send you a bunch of shit. Kyle is gonna hand deliver it to your house at a very awkward time. No, sir. <laughs> he lives way too far away for me to hand deliver it. Four is the incorrect number, Slayer. 
Four. No, you hand deliver it to Andy. I would love to. That would be cool. I would love to. Ha- I, you know what? I should meet Jose's Andy there in a hand delivered or something. Tim, Mark Bunce is way too late. <laughs> what else did you have, Matt? That's it. That's all I'm, I'm No, it's done. Not. That's it. Yes. No, it's not. We're good. We're ending the show. Yes. We're having way too much fun to stop. It was a now. great show. Travis, I thank you again for coming on to this. Oh, of course. Thank you for indulging me. Big shout out to Brandon and Brandon's comics. I will say for your second somebody. Your second in your second and probably last time co-hosting with us. (laughs) Nah, nah, we're good. No, Travis is gonna be on February 14th. I bullied my I bullied my way on this episode. I was like, guys, I got I need to talk nerd. You can bully your way out of any episode. You got. Thank you. <laughs> we'll All you got to do is tell us. I'll make sure that I have a nice bottle of wine for the Valentine's Day episode. I think we should all drink Merlot. I think that should be the rule. Everyone has to drink Merlot. No, no. This is what everybody needs to drink. Uh, I appreciate everyone hanging out with us. What's the next topic, Matt? We're done. That's it. We are oh, not it's done. A night. We are having we are calling way it. too much fun. We are calling it. You fucking suck. Unless one of you can come up with a topic right now. Or Nobody wants Madison up. as a free giveaway. Uh, bad boy can, I, life can, I, can I pose a question today? I want you to think about it for several yeah, weeks. Is go ahead and post your I, question and plug your stuff and let people know where you can find you. Yeah, uh, My question uh, to you, and I want you guys to think about this, and we'll talk about February 14th. Mel Gibson, Harrison Ford, both like uh, fantasy, sci-fi, uh, pop icons. If you could only have one of them, meaning Harrison Ford would either play all of Mel Gibson roles or Mel Gibson would be playing all of Harrison Ford roles, who would you get rid of? Harrison Ford, so hands like, down. All right, no, I would get rid Harrison of Mel Gibson. Ford, I'd get rid because of Because I would want right. Harrison Ford to do Mel Gibson when he lost it on his ex-girlfriend. To be debated February 14th. Think about it. Come up with your arguments. February 14th. Did uh, you hear when comicexposure.com? You can go see our podcast next week. We are talking an hour on Jason Aaron's Conan the Barbarian volume only an one. Hour? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No Very giveaways. Cool. No giveaways. Hey, entire, We're on just, hour three, dude. We have just hijacked this man's entire Saturday because you remember he's in Japan, so it's already yeah. Saturday for him, yeah. dude. I'm Thank so you glad you came on and, yeah, and absolutely, guys. hung out with us this morning. I totally appreciate it. I I'm thank you with for us that. This morning, you're no, drunk. My pleasure. my pleasure. What time is it there? It is two uh, thirty in the afternoon. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I appreciate you hanging out this afternoon. <laughs> go Menasai. <laughs> All right. Now you get to go and uh, you know go take a little nap and get ready to do couch crunchers. <laughs> You'll have a lot of fun there. Are we doing couch crunchers tomorrow, Travis? No, I don't think so. Oh, Not unless I'm aware of something. You, you know what? To. That, sir, is um, a good answer. I don't think nobody so. Nobody wants because I thought Max said you come on his show, and then I kind of like. He did oh, not maybe. agree to it. Oh yeah, I mean I'm down to do it. There so sure, I guess I check my messages. Go check I would like Travis on couch crunchers. When Mel Gibson freaks out, that's the best episode. That's the best era of Mel Gibson. I want to know when Kyle and I get to be on Grizzle Geek. Dude, I'm gonna be on Gizzard Greek next Friday. Fuck it. I need to go to sleep. I'm fucking <laughs> wasted. I'm fucking Amber Boys. <laughs> but I'm still down to go to fucking at least midnight with this fucking podcast. Brian's not. Brian's like, I want out. 
Brian's tapping out. Yep, Travis is checking his Tinder. Hey, you guys on the bottom of the fucking squares, don't be a pussy. Good night. I'm out. Thanks, gents. Hey, McClay. McClay, don't be a fucking pussy. Travis is checking his Japanese Tinder. He's got he's got places to be. <laughs> Thank you, Travis. It was an Absolutely. awesome. It was an honor you being here. I'll awesome. see you guys in a couple of weeks Thank for our very Valentine's much. Day special. Yeah, that's going to be an awesome one. We got to start promoting February 14th, Travis. Thank you very much. <laughs> guys, if you had a good time tonight, make sure to hit that like button and that subscribe button. If this is your first time finding us on YouTube, make sure to come back February 14th where you're going to see me and another uh, gentleman, handsome gentleman, do a penguin off, apparently. I fucking hope so. It's going to happen. I'll do it. I don't care. Whatever. We fucking, you fucking better. I will. I Dude, I, we, <sighs> I can't, I'm so excited. I can't even talk. I'm so excited for that. Oh, Grizzle Geek is still here. I thought he would have missed out again. Misconnections. Um, so yeah. Oh, my God. Misconnection. <gasps> pull it up, dude. I'm going to pull it up right now. No, we're done. Kyle. No, 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 no. I'm pulling up a misconnection. Hold on. Kyle, it's done. Travis has got to go to his Tinder dates. Have a good night, Travis. I'm still pulling. <laughs> Travis has got to go to his Tinder. Fine, pull it up and I'll let you read it out as we're leaving there. Shut the fuck up, Matt. We're fucking still podcasting. Oh my god, I want to go. I want to go to bed. Shut the <laughs> fuck like up. Slumber party when you're a child and there's like one kid who's like drank too much like jolt cola. Yeah. <laughs> Travis, <laughs> we don't want to hear that. <laughs> Hold on. Oh my god, we're not holding on. Shut the fuck up, Matt. How how's Japan, Travis? Do they call Japanese food <laughs> Japanese food there? Do not fucking steal my shit. <laughs> Why are you stealing my shit? Uh talking about dunkirk if you have time to see it no worries you can still talk fab or flub they mean dunkirk or do they mean the 19 19- they mean 1970 if i took them literally and prepared to talk about dunkirk and they're like no. um, all right here we here we go here we go we were at the doctor's office today. I apologize, Travis. It was around four. Pre- you can leave if you want. <laughs> no, I'm leaving. I, I, I don't bail on podcasts, man. I, I go down with the I go down with the, the ship. <laughs> I do. I'm reading misconnections. This is the highlight okay. of the show. Are you ready? Right. Yeah, hit me. Hit me. Let's see it. And you guys can totally look at misconnections too. Ready? Get into the misconnections. <laughs> Travis, shh, shut your mouth. <laughs> we were at the same doctor's office today. It was around 4 p.m. when we were both there. Banner Health <laughs> off of Greenway. You know where you were. We made a lot of eye contact. Thought you were a really hot man. Hit me up if you see this. I'd love to get to know you. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, this one's got to be good. That was, ter- that was terrifying. Here, this is shopping at Walmart. I really cut you off trying to get around the employee blocking everything. Then apologized once I seen you there. Then we ran each other again. And on the other end, 
We're trying to get on the same row. That's it. I'm out. I'm bailing. You laughed. We were both looking at the same items. We were both looking at the same items. You guys are we were just items. looking in from female area, and I was in the male area. <laughs> I thought he said he didn't leave till the end. Well, you just killed it with your, your sound effects. But all right, guys. Yeah. That'll be it for us for this no, week. No, yeah. appreciate everyone hanging out in the chat. Dude, we had a good time. Hey, Make sure hey, to hit that like shut button. The fuck Make up, sure to Matt. hit that subscribe button. Um, shut the fuck up, Matt. We're reading misconnections. <laughs> Kyle, we're what good. do you mean, Kyle? We're good. We're losing everybody. Everyone's leaving. We're good. What are you talking? <laughs> no, we're not. What are you talking about? You're not. Why are you lying? You're sitting here. You're lying. <laughs> I'm I'm to, sitting in my web of lies. I know. I why understand. are you lying? We're, we're losing everybody. We're okay. totally not. Oh yeah, yeah right. we are. Never well, mind. I want to thank are. everyone for, are, for hanging mind. out tonight, even though it was a long one. We went from eleven to seven. Never mind. Um, yeah. So, uh, guys, if you had a good time tonight, your friend and friend, just make sure to like that <laughs> like button. Make sure to hit that subscribe button. Make sure to click that bell to get the notifications when we go live every Friday night. Um, head on over to our Etsy store and check out the new shirts we got going up. We got the oh. uh, we got the Kyle's uh, no sir or whatever. I, no sir, that's an incorrect statement. Shirt going up. Is that up? It's gonna be up soon. Um, next couple of days. So you no, guys wait, can, we're getting uh, everybody back. Let's read misconnections. You guys can pick up your uh, no sir sir. That's an incorrect statement. Shirts. Um, we got all other kinds of good shirts there. It really supports the show. And you guys get to show your support um, as well. What the fuck are you saying? I don't saying? know, dude. I'm so drunk. I'm just babbling. Oh, my God. What the fuck are you <laughs> saying? I'm so drunk. Oh, my God. You can. Okay, shut the fuck up. This is a bad show. No, um, it's not. No, it's not. What are you talking about? No, it this is This is awesome. This is so much fun. Um. So much fun that everybody bailed on us. If you're listening to this on Monday, make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. Hold on. I want to read one misconnection. All right, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Kyle's going to oh, read shit. one right more here, misconnection right here, right here. as as we, we leave tonight. I'm the female Uber driver that picked you up tonight and dropped you off by Topgolf and Gilbert. You asked me if I get scared driving around with strangers and you asked me if I get hit on a lot anyways I was telling you that my birthday is in the next week because I was hoping we can hang out or something hit me up alright so that'll do it guys thanks again we'll see you guys wait wait wait, 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 wait. guy at Panda Express today I was at Panda Express you were in front of me in line I'm the Mexican guy behind you with like 30-ish with a beard. I would like to meet up with you sometime to get you to know you better. See you later. <laughs> see you guys later. We'll see you guys next week. Have a great week, everyone. Goodbye. Wait, 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 wait. Just joking. See you guys later.